dumbass. Stupid makes you <laughs> It is Erica Mona. It's Danielle, and this is Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Hey. 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 I don't like that. I'm not for everybody. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross culture. Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey. Cross culture. Hey. Cross culture. Cross culture. Hey. Cross culture. Hey. Cross culture. Cross culture. Hey. Cross culture. Hey. We're back again, guys. <laughs> Yamu Divines. Hello, 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 guys. I am Erica Mona. And this is Damio. And this is Cross Culture. How you guys doing? We always miss you after a small hiatus. It was just one week. I know, but I miss them. I was so excited to come record. Today. I know, right? You'd be like, like, oh, I have so much, to, so much to say. I'd be like, friends. So much to share. It's been a while. Oh, my gosh. I just also want to take this opportunity to um, appreciate those who listen to us, you know, yes. like, who are like avid listeners. Like, you know, when they reach out to us, whether they tell us in person, via text, social media. It means more than you know that you guys find us interesting <laughs> enough to be like, oh, I'm going to listen and tune in every week. Every time they drop an episode, yes. I'm ready for it. You know, and to say like, you know, our stories impact them or like they agree or they disagree, whatever it may be. Shout out to you. Shout out to my clients that do listen to it too. You guys are awesome. Sometimes, you know, when we come and record, because it's like us just coming in to record, mm-hmm. I'm sometimes like unaware of who is listening to us whatsoever. Like right. I have no it's not like we don't check the numbers, but you have no conception of like how many people are actually listening to you. Mm-hmm. Um so when when I got that DM, I got a DM like a week ago saying that they really fuck with the podcast. And when I posted that, like a bunch of other people actually messaged like, mm-hmm. nah, facts, da, 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 da. and I was like, What? Now we I got know. listeners. I'd be like, Oh my God, really? You listen you and like you us. like you really it? Like what? And it just because, you know, I, you know, with some of my clients, I do share certain things with them because the same way they share with me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And they're like, and my client, she was like, oh, yeah, I heard her on the podcast. I'm like, oh, damn. No, people do <laughs> be like, I know you now. I'm like, oh, yes. Thank you. We are, listen, it means so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's one. And it just, you know, encourages us more, you know, because it's hard, you know, um, just to keep doing this, you know, for four years. And, you know, we have our ups and downs and stuff like that. But yeah. Those little compliments, those little words of encouragement, it fuels us, you know. Um, it, it really helps. So thank you guys so much. Yeah, you said four years, and that sounded like, woo. Happy. Now we in college. We graduated. It's our graduation, too. Class of 2023. Okay. Shout okay. out to y'all. Um, but, Dami, tell us any highlights of your week. How have you been? Any update? Any tea? Good, bad? You want to share with us? Damn, I had something. Not low-key forgot, though. Um, hmm. I think the biggest highlight is that I am on the precipice of summer break. Okay. Like, I have, like, two more weeks with the students and, like, three more weeks of having to actually go into work. You're doing a countdown, huh? Girl, ten more days for the kids. Um, Ten more school days. 
And after that, that last week is us like breaking down classrooms. Okay. Probably like random staff happy hours all week. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. So I'm just really excited to get into summer me, summer Mm -hmm. mode, and transition. That's nice. That does something great to look forward to. You're not working during the summer? This is going to be my first summer not having to have a job. I finally got to that level Mm -hmm. of teacher them. That people be trying to talk about. Yeah. Summer's off. Right. That's well deserved. Um, now, I am a workaholic, so I may or may not. Like, I, I might do some gigs. I told myself to, like, I'll do background work if it's presented. Um, I'm kind of looking for something remote, but I really don't want to, like, work work. At I think all. it's time to focus on your passion. Yeah, that's so what I, I really wanted to do. Give yourself that break. Like, as long as you know you can afford to not work this yeah. summer, like, it's okay to be still because you do a lot throughout the year too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? that's like what I'm thinking. you having crazy like, days. Let me just, whew, like, mm-hmm. not have to do anything. Yeah. But I love money, though. It be like that because the bills don't stop okay. and you want to live a certain lifestyle too. So and I got trips out the wazoo. I got concerts I'm going mm-hmm. to this summer. Like, I'm teeing up a little bit this summer. So okay. I do want, like, a little something on this. Just something like, if I do it, it would be, like, one, two days. Like, mm-hmm. not... Anything for real, like maybe an extra four hundred dollar check. Okay, nothing crazy. Good for you. How about you? Highlight of my week? Do I have any highlight? Um, <laughs> I be trying not to say mommy stuff, but I feel like all my highlights be mommy stuff. Uh, my son says, "Hey, ah, man." <laughs> You know, every time we pray, um, so it's nice that he's like, oh, man. Like, I'm like, in Jesus' name we pray. He says, oh, man. I'm like, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, so that's nice. Um, uh, I'm trying to see what personal highlight do I have. <laughs> what personal highlight do I have for myself? Oh, my little sister is here. So that's exciting. <laughs> that's exciting. She's here from Texas visiting. So that's great. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's nice to have some extra bonding time and for us to be with her nephew. My son loves her so much, you know. Um, so that's been a highlight, quite frankly, I would say. I'm definitely also looking forward to the summer. Like, mm. I'm get, telling myself I'm going to give myself breaks, you know, and not be like, work, 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 work. Yeah. have to fit in this client, whatever, whatever. Like, you know. Um, so, yeah, work is going good, going well, and just trying to figure out how to expand and things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I got a man. Oh. I'm manifesting. Oh, now you, okay. <laughs> you see, you, you know, because, you know, um, was it last week? I randomly, randomly texted her. I was like, girl, I found the love of my life. The man is great. She was like, damn, who? I'm like, which I'm manifesting. I practice it. Girl, I was excited. <laughs> I said, where's the location? I know, right? Where? Come on. Yes, I'm like I am practicing. Like, gee, amen. Yeah, and that's how we're gonna give it to y'all. Like, we found our man. Oh, one of the highlights I have for Mother's Day, I actually took myself on a date. Oh, yeah. So that was a very good highlight. Like, I spent a lot of money. That was like, damn. But for me, it made me realize that that was the most expensive date I've been on in the mm. last at least five years, girl. So just to be frank, I spent two fifty on that date mm. by myself. Tricking on you. And I'm like, you know what? If I could spend this on myself, bitch, I expect more about the same or more for whatever date. Remember Whoever wants to take to, me out. We used to argue on Twitter all day about the $200 date. Exactly. And you said, nah, it's possible. Period. It's, you know, and it's like, just me. Okay. And it's like, again, not judging those who can't afford it, whatever it is with this. If you're on a budget, fine. Yeah, she said they can't afford it. Whoa. <laughs> but Big for me, it just, it just made me realize, for me, I'm like, let me create a stand that I want. 
You know mm. what I mean? I went to SDK Steakhouse and I was just like, I've always said that. You know, I see people post on social media. It's people and their boo that post it. I'm like, I want to go on a date with them. I want to go to this place. But I'm just like, if they don't happen in three months or six months to come, am I not, not going to do what I want? Exactly. Am I not going to make myself feel good? I'm going like, to let go me stop. Go to this restaurant. So I went there. I dressed up in heels. I opened myself there as well. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't drive. I had a good time. You know, now... Would I always spend two fifty now? <laughs> but it was just good. nice to like splurge on myself. It's like, girl, you're worth it. Why not get you some lamb chops? Order you a shot, bitch. This show was forty nine dollars. Once a month, we gotta like really go outside. Like really, like mm-hmm. we going out out to somewhere nice, be at a show, something, or like a, a nice spot. Not them young clubs. But like the twenty five and up, it was a lounge, something different to yeah, do. Yeah, because it's a lot in Chicago. We just don't explore and do it. Exactly. Yeah, so like, I'm ready for it. I'm tired of just being straight mommy mode. I'm yeah, like, yeah I'm, I'm I'm ready for it. But yeah, you guys definitely try to you know um, have a highlight. Whether it's something simple, date yourself. If you're a man, woman, single, even married, you should still date yourself and care mm. for yourself. Give yourself that space and time needed. But Dami, how do we like to start? Guys, we like to start with the hot topics. So, you know, we like to start with the sad news first. Our beautiful queen of rock and roll, Tina Turner, she passed away on May 24th. Um, she is known as the queen of rock and roll, the lead singer of I Can Tina Turner. You know, she's really popular with that. She died at the age of 83. Mashallah. You said what? I said Mashallah. Yeah, exactly. She lived a good life. Um, she has a great impact, you know, in rock, R and B, soul, pop, rock and roll. Um, and she's been active. I'm saying, for how long has she had to be active? Since 1957. That's when my mama was born. To 2023. Loki before she was born. Like what? That's like 65 years. Yeah, she has sold over 100 million records worldwide. Go Tina. She is one of the best-selling record uh, recording artists of all time. She received 12 Grammy Awards, um, three Grammy Hall of Fame, and a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. She was the first black artist and first woman to be the cover of Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone ranked her um, among the 100 greatest artists of all time and 100 greatest singers of all time. Like, she did that. In 2005, she was a recipient of the Kennedy Center Horn Honors and Woman of the Year Award as well. Mm. Um, and she was sick when she died. I'm trying to see what was she. Yeah. I thought it was old Drew. No, you know, um, she was receiving, um, let me see, she did have um, kidney failure. Before, what? yep. Um, she um she had kidney failure. What else did she have? She was on dialysis. Mm. Um, but you know it was also old age. She had a kid, kidney transplant in twenty seventeen. The transplant tried exactly. So she died at the age of eighty three after years of illnesses. You know that. Type no, of God, thing. God was there. You yeah. know, um, I watched the Tina Turner documentary on HBO Max, which mm-hmm. is now Max. Um, like a year or two ago. And I just really want to say about uh, Miss Tina Turner, she is a perfect example of resilience Mm -hmm. and strength. Mm -hmm. Um, I think especially within our generation, um, some of our first knowledge of her, you know, especially after the movie What's Love Got to Do With It, uh, starring Angela Bassett. Um, I think that we 
I had always attached her to the physical violence she experienced mm-hmm. with Ike Turner and to know her story, to really know that like she had all those years of building herself, having a name and um, at the age of 40, after like 20 something, 30 years of already being who you are, she literally had to start all over because she started all over in, in, in um, emancipating herself from him. It was also leaving her career with him. Yeah. You know, to the point where all the only thing she was able to keep was her name. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see that, you know, one of her biggest songs ever was Love Got to Do With It, um, Proud Mary, all of those anthems that we really attached yes. to came after that. To see her perform, to see her get the accolades, everything came after that. So, mm-hmm. you know, Tina Turner, rest in power. Um, you know, thank you for being an example of being a phoenix rising from the ashes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for showing us that your trauma does not devi- define you. Mm-hmm. Being honest and being vulnerable does not make you weak. Um, and shout out to having legs for days, baby. Okay, because even at her old age, she still she did not look eighty three. I said eighty three. Where? Like she could pass for a fifty nine year old woman. She stopped aging after what's love got to do with it. Like what? That was it. And that her iconic wig too. Okay. The, the Tina Turner wig. The little hair. Money, yes. Yes. Give she, she died in Switzerland. You know, she married her nice husband. You know, after Ike Turner. So I'm happy. Like she lived a good life. God returned her life to her. She lived a good uh, life. I'm happy she was able to experience her life post. She that. lived a good life. She got the way I live, Ike, too. That must have felt really great. Mm-hmm. Ike died like 05. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because um, he died and he was diagnosed mm-hmm. with um, bipolar disorder as well. As well. Uh, but yeah, may she rest in peace. We also pray for comfort for those that she left behind, her kids, her camp, everyone. Uh, may they have peace. May her legacy live on forever. And just yes. an FYI, we don't want to see no other biopics. What's love got to do with it is the one and only biopic we need of Tina Turner. Please do not start no po- posthumous Lifetime movie. Girl, bullshit. you know they're going to do another one. We don't even want to see You know it. they're going to do it. Hulu going to bring out another one. Hulu is, is the only. Hulu is notorious of doing stuff like that. They're going to watch. Two months later. The okay. Tina Turner story. Watch. Talking about two months, girl, 25 days later, a new one is out. Watch. Juneteenth. They're going to have shit. <laughs> yes. Like. But yes, let's transition um, to some young queens themselves. All right, so Carisha Please, the podcast um, by Young Miami, a.k.a. Carisha Brownlee, um, came out, I guess maybe this is season two, because they took like a little hiatus or whatever the situation was. And they came back with two back-to-back episodes, one with Black China slash Angela White, and another one with Summer Walker. Um, and I just thought that, like, one, it was really good to see Carisha grow as a media personality. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the first time in all the times we've watched her that, um, one, I would say, like, this is, I think this is the first time that she's interviewing people that aren't her, like, friends. Because mm-hmm. she really didn't, did, like, her interviewing them was her meeting them for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Even okay. her and Summer. Um, okay. All of them. Like, they probably have been in spaces mm-hmm. together, but they've never had their own thing. So it was cute to see them kiki like that. Um, but let's start with Black China. So as we all know, we've been watching Black China go through this reinvention of sorts on social media with her getting her, her honorary doctorates in theology, her rebaptizing herself or baptizing herself for the first time, removing tattoos. And, and fillers and silicones yeah. um, and all that. And it was actually really nice to hear directly from her. Mm-hmm. Um, not just like the post or mm-hmm. whatever on social media. And I think that like as somebody that's been semi-following Black China, 
China for a really long time. It is really nice to see her grow. Mm. Um, and you know what I often find with these these quote unquote hot girls, social media, Instagram girls. It's like a lot of them you forget when you first meet them. Be like twenty two. Like China, she's been on the scene for a very long for time. For a very long time. At least like over she's an OG stripper. Like she's part of that Video original yes. when the strippers were, were becoming household names. Yeah. Like she's part of those who made that it. That era, yeah. That era. So it's like I think that she she really wasn't given a lot of grace, if we think about it, in her ascension. Mm-hmm. Um and she also she also made a really poignant point to talk about like, you know, even though I like say I'm Angela White, like Black China is still my brand. Like, of so, course, like she didn't deny that. Yeah, and you she's know? like, so I don't want people to be so stuck on like the Christian girl, this, that, and the other. It's just like I'm just trying to get saved, I'm getting my life together. Like, yeah, I want to be here for my kids. I want to be that type of person. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I think that uh, a lot of these times these women get these reputations and they get it at like 22, 23 before they even live any real life. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard for people to like allow them to grow. And also just acknowledge knowing that those repetition repetitions as they get they don't get it by themselves so i know they talked mm. about um tiger too a little bit oh, yes. and he played a major role in like how we view her and her actions and just how things spiraled for her too yeah. you know what i'm saying it's yeah. just like he did her bogus he, did her he put her in a really bogus situation where she became mixed up with the kardashians yeah. you know her being robbed a whole law case like it became like a spiral like domino effect yeah. you know what i'm saying um, but I am proud of her. But the funny thing is, um, it's so weird because, you know, her and her mom were on social media for a little bit, like not too long ago where her yeah. mom got a tattoo of Angela yeah. on her breast and do a hugging. But I, um, two days ago I saw her mom on TikTok. Um, she was on this girl's podcast, this girl that was in, um, basketball wise. She was also in bad girls club. Meg is her name. Oh, Megan. Yeah. She mm-hmm. now has a podcast where yeah, she, you know. Yeah, yeah. And Meg was asking, Megan was asking, like, oh, so, you know, what do you think about your daughter's transformation and all that? And um, so Kitani was like, what transformation? That's hilarious. Like, it's all fake. Like, what transformation? And, you know, just really talking down on the shit, you know? And I'm just like, was this before the tattoo or after the tattoo? But you know, whichever, this is weird. She did speak about that relationship with her mother on, okay. the, on the show. And I mean, you know, like, and I what said, did she say? She, she just basically was like, you know, that's her mom. At the end of the day, it's her mom. She loves her mom. She like, she loves her mom so much. Of course. She, she's like, but you know, the thing is, me and my mom talk in spurts because she's like, I can't take that much negativity yeah. all this like she was like y'all see how my mom is like that's really my mom she's like but she's still my mom like no she loves her grandkids she loves me even though she's crazy yeah. and so on and so forth and even just that i think that there's a lot of you know in especially in the black community we all have these overarching things about parents and boundaries and all these type of things and i think there is a strength and beauty in that because i think part of what especially as millennials forget with our parents is like they be having their own shit they really do. And we just came as another chapter in their life of whatever was happening. And I think to watch her exercise that level of patience for, and forgiveness, um, it, it really is, like, something to commend her about. Absolutely. Because you know, we even talking that, you know, when you, be, when you become an adult, you start to see your parents as individuals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just, oh, that's my mom, but, like, how who is she as an individual without right. this mom title and her challenges and whatever she's going through, whether it's mental health, you know, what she's experienced, all of that, you know. So 
I'm, 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 ha- and it's also it's nothing like a perfect parent. There's no perfect exactly. parent, you know. Of course, Circuit Tony does some crazy stuff, and I do feel like maybe she needs to be diagnosed with some. Oh, I don't know. Definitely, you know, like has a mood it's disorder. a lot. Yeah, exactly. She definitely has a mood you disorder. Because you see, one point. moment she literally is like, "My daughter is everything. I'll die for her." And the next, she be like, literally in that interview, she's like, "Me, I could go without talk to her. It would not change my life." Tokyo and I've seen her so say the opposite her. of that. She's so jealous of yeah. China. Sad. It is sad. Especially when she looked just like her, too. You could tell. just like like, That was the path she wanted for herself. Yeah. And she could never achieve it, and it bugs her. Well, your daughter want to bring you along with this. She really do. Come on. She really, like. Y'all could both be doing whatever. She really does. Um, But, you know, on the other side, too, she just dropped, um, Carisha just dropped the episode with Summer Walker, speaking of motherhood and that dynamic and it was you know we know summer for so many different interesting things mm-hmm. and i would say honestly one this is one of summer's first real interviews i feel like yeah because summer's always played the i'm sure whatever role she'd mm-hmm. be claiming but i feel like this is the most candid i've ever really heard keyword candid be. yes yeah mm-hmm. like summer was just telling everything she was talking about her relationship with her baby daddy How, how's that i mean very estranged she she said they don't really talk, they don't communicate, they communicate through nannies. Wow. And you know, honestly, let's let's pause there for a second and discuss that. Mm-hmm. So it's like I know co-parenting is um difficult. It has its ups yeah. and downs. Yeah. Um how wh- do you think that that is a functional co-parenting relationship? I mean, I mean everyone's Whatever is different, situation is different. So if that's what's best, definitely no judgment. If that's what what's best for them, that's what's best for them, and what's best for the kids. But for me, it just attests to how like bad it must have really gotten for it to be that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm comparing my son's father, and yes, he hurt me bad, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, we you know we still get along, you know, and maybe because of how my person personality is or whatever. But I'm just like okay. With whether whatever and honestly, majority if not all, actually all of our conversation is about our son. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like, oh he did this today or he whatever, it don't be like oh so what you got going on, um what you doing you want to hang out or how was your day? <laughs> no, it really be like oh Bubba is this he's in school whatever whatever. Um, but it's it's friendly. You know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. it's an easy communication. Like we don't ha- we don't need a middle person. We don't need like. Any grandmas or whatever. And I know some people, they need a middle person. Um, so, but if they feel like that's how they be able to co-parent in a healthy manner, where they're not going at each other and cursing each other out and giving each other headaches, and then the kids seeing that, then, oh, good for them. But it's also like, damn, that means it had to be, like, bad. Because, okay, so I will say this. She said, like, she definitely said that, like, she chooses her peace over everything, like if it's exactly. But I would say this: Do you feel that if you had the initial option, would you take it? Like, option of like if you had like let's say a steady nanny that uh-huh. like you already had, yeah, and you know whatever situation transpired, and you were like, I don't really feel like fucking with you because it's too much for me, right? Uh huh. Do you think you would utilize that option of like let's just the nanny got it, like? I told the nanny this. She could mm-hmm. tell you when you get him. I'd rather not be the nanny because I still see an, a nanny as like a third party, mm-hmm. you know, not even a secondary party. But then it depends on how close the nanny. Some people have living nannies. My brother got living nanny. You know, okay, that the nanny is even closer to the child than the grandmother. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would still prefer 
that we have direct communication because it may be certain things that we may not that's like we are the parents at the end of the day even if the daddy's mm-hmm. there all the time but the major decisions regarding this child's life is us so in a way for me i'm like okay you're also giving the nanny some type of power but i guess the nanny already has power by taking care of the child or whatever you know what i'm yeah, saying you see it as that because i feel like it literally is like if you were to have a mediator or a lawyer or somebody intervene yeah, but it's like, as a nanny, I wouldn't want, for me, thing as a nanny, I'm like, damn, that's a lot. I'm here for the baby. Let me clean the baby ass, feed the baby, play with the baby. Now I'm finna be the lawyer between parents, because I also think that it's gonna be some back and forth. Like, okay, well, someone said this, that today, this is what we're finna baby, pick mm-hmm. her up at this time, and... Okay, London's like, well, I can't pick up at this time. Ooh. Then you going back. Like, no matter, even if it's like, that's to keep her peace, it's giving somebody a headache. Mm. It's gonna give somebody a headache, and the nanny's having a little whatever. Like I'm sure it's not even co-parent. It's not always gonna be. And she said she's like that way with both the baby daddies. That's that's yeah. a lot. She it's not. She, she is like with both the baby daddies. As much as I'm like, oh, I'm at, we, me and um his father get along, but it's certain conversations that's just like the other day I'm like texting like I'm I'm highly annoyed. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it be like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just human beings. Like yeah. you know we we annoy each other, whatever. So the nanny is for me. I'm just like poor nanny. Like poor nanny, my ass. She getting paid for that. Of she be course, okay. but she's like, as a nanny, like initially, that's not your job to be, be ah. to be the mediator between between two parents. The, um, and I'm hoping it's the same nanny for both kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like her general then, nanny. And it's I would say this, three parents. Bitch. Since, since my brother got this living nanny, I now see how integral nannies are. Mm. Because I promise you, sometimes we be on the phone. I'm like, who's this? Damn, that is the nanny. Like, like hey girl. Like she lived. She brought the family. She yeah, she lived there. Essentially. Oh, she's the living she nanny. Lived, she living. Would there. you have a living nanny? If I could afford it. Woo. If I could afford it. Would I have a living nanny? I don't know. I would because it's like at the end of the day too. Yeah, grandparents are nice and all, but for me, um, my my mom is older, mm-hmm. so you know, I mean, God forbid, whatever, whatever. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I just met my mother living a long time. But, like, even with my mom being older, by the time I have kids, I don't envision her being as actively involved. Yeah. Like, I do see, like, her role as a grandma just being like, oh, my little pookie, 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 But by the time my children get of, like, toddler age, I don't see her being the one that's really going to be able to watch them actively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run around with them. Yeah, run around with them. Like, maybe on some, watch them for the night, they want to go to sleep, or, you know what I mean, something like that. But she's not going to be the one to really be able to do all those, pick them up from school, take them home, help them with homework, get dinner started, and then I come home and I I take over. Um, So I I envision needing an extra pair of hands. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I, in my mind, I would just always envision, like, yeah, my mom be there as luxury, like, if I really needed an yeah, yeah. extra body. But I, I envision, like, for the real help, um, we would need a, a real nanny. I think for me, it also depends on my lifestyle. Um, I would like to have a consistent nanny babysitter that's there maybe, you know. But for me, I know I would also want to do those things, that nanny, like, whether it's homework or cooking, whatever. But, again, it depends on one's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So if podcast pick up or i'm doing some whatever i'm a traveling hairstylist whatever you know so it, it, it depends on one stage but oh but for me okay so back to the interview for me just like man two baby dads so now she's did she she, she really dating uh little mitch meach big yes, meach baby meech, so she meech. talked about dating this big meach baby well little meach little big meach big little meach um so as we know social media we've been seeing the the photos, the videos circulate of Summer and Demetrius. Mm-hmm. Demetrius Florinor Jr., Florini, whatever his name is, Jr. 
really being together. And she spoke about that too, about he's how he's a great man, how they even um Yeah, not a great man. That's what she said. She said he's a great man to her. He's such a good man. And you know, I feel like they've even had conversation of having a baby, which is what, Ugh. yeah, because she said she want more kids. And she's, okay, she's in meetings, hinted like, oh, he gonna give her a baby or whatever. I I, I, you know, maybe that's probably pillow talk. Some people find that attractive as pillow talk. Um, but girl, that pillow talk it leads to shoot, it leads to life. Okay, um, but you know, it got me to thinking because summer's like what 26, 27, and me just like 22, 23. Oh, he's that much younger. Yeah, Meech was like 22, 23. So, Let me look this up. You for I was, real. I was shocked. I did not know he was that young. I thought he was like 26 as well. But they are, um, what's it called? He is like 22. So that's her boyfriend. That's her boyfriend. He's 23. Yeah. He is 23. I'm about to look up her age really quick. So, yeah. So it just really made me think, though, like damn, I didn't. I would not have thought. She's twenty seven. And my in my my age now, mm-hmm. I'm still like, oh, I don't feel like I'm old enough to date younger men. Girl, you are. Yes and no, right? And I only say and no because I think there's certain things I want in my life mm-hmm. that I'm not sure a younger man is ready to get so, into. So okay, let me ask you this: yeah. You know, we're also in this age of where, like young people rich as hell. Yeah, you know whether they're gamers. Or they invested very well. They got lucky. Whatever the case may be. If how old are you? Twenty nine. A twenty four year old millionaire, you know, walked up to you. He got properties. He has a nice car, and he's twenty four, and he wants to be your man. What you gonna say? I mean, the entertainment in it would be to know that, like, oh, we could have fun. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like really settling down, I would, I would, it would take like. Something would have to motivate me okay. to go there. Only because, like, I've always envisioned, one, my man being able to guide and lead me. Okay. In a way, a little bit of mentorship. I mean, he can. He, 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 he probably could in his he, own way. Yeah, he probably could guide you and lead you on, like, listen, this is how you do it. Yeah, but 24 still seems like, no matter how much money you have, 24 still seems a little um, immature to me. Like I said, it's not that it's impossible, but it's, I, I would, like... You would really have to motivate me and convince me mm-hmm. behind it. Um, because, yeah, like I said, I'm still in a place where I'm comfortably dating. I would comfortably date, like, an older man because I feel like he's more established and he's more ready to settle down. Yeah. I be feeling like if you're 24, and especially if you're a rich 24, you outside. You're doing mm-hmm. whatever. Like, you, you dragging. Now, there's a couple of people that may be, like, 24. And, like, I know some dudes that got married, had a family, still have a family. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't think it's common. And I, like I said, I think that at 29, if I'm dating younger guys, what are they? 20, excuse me, 26, 27, 24. All of that to me is still juvenile mm-hmm. for a man. I think this is what men I'm just learning in general. Like a man could be 36 and still not ready to And be childish. And be, be very so childish. childish. Be, be very so childish. childish. Big, big for nothing. But I mean, I hope that this relationship works out for. I, I don't see it as a long term relationship. I see it as they may have a child. Because, you know, that's something I'm also learning that I think also is the Nigerian in us, too. Like, we have certain, like, values, quote-unquote values, or what we consider as morals, too, that we're like, I have a child, let it be with one person. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, don't be having kids with multiple people. You know what I'm saying? Also, such a heavy, serious thing, which it is. But some people, you know, she's in a whole different life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's very successful. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, so I also know that once you money also gives you a certain level of maturity in a different way. You know what I'm saying? I think it makes your life move faster a little bit. Yeah, you have access to more. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you can see all this, even all these celebrity kids, or you'd be like, damn, they look grown as hell. Mm-hmm. But it's the money that also makes them that, that yeah. way too. So it's just like, she may have I mean, she may have a child with him, and they may co-parent well. Or it may be another nanny that's a mediator, and keep it moving. Yeah. Like, that's a, it's a high chance that that may happen. I mean, she did it twice, and she did it with twins. I, twins? Girl, so I, I don't see this as a... Because I feel like the same... Oh, he's a great man. He's a great man. She said that about Larry, about the twins. Father. She said that about London. She got Larry tatted on her face. Like, this is the best man ever. He's a great dad to Bubbles, to London's mm-hmm. daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. she said all of that. So I'm just like, whoa, what happened? Did he also cheat? Because we know London, you know, we... I feel like mm-hmm. we could tell what London did. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, what did Larry do? Well, she said, she didn't talk about it a little bit. What did she even say? Like, like got, did he cheat or he just wasn't, did he well, change? Well, has kept, I think that she was playing too much. She was so, she was, she was so scarred from dating an industry nigga that was like popular that she okay. tried to go to the complete opposite spectrum and date like a regular Atlanta, probably street dude or whatever. Yeah, a little and local rapper. Little local dude. And I think that he localized her ass and she felt silly after that too. Mm. Like, as a matter of fact, I'm Summer Walker and I don't have to deal with this goofy shit. Fact. I think that's essentially what fact. happened with fact. her and Leah. But yeah, I mean, I've been mean, Maybe that's the next thing we need to do. Start dating younger guys. See the 20. What's 22? I'm going to let you lead. You order. You leave. You younger, so no, you leave, bitch. Mm-hmm. You order lead. Set, set, set example. Let me see. Well, but I ain't going for the younger. I mean, have I talked to a young? I have talked to a younger guy. I ain't oh, oh, yeah. I have. I talked to two young guys. One, he was just a year younger, and another was like maybe two years younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got to a stage. I actually met him on Soul Swipe, and he got to a stage, and you know, he was a Nigerian. It was cool vibe, but he was like, he he was like, okay, so like. You know, what are we doing? Whatever. Not what we do. Yeah, actually, yeah. He's like, because I was like, just give me time to think about it. But eventually, I was just like, I, the age thing was really in my head. I ain't gonna I lie. I don't like dating young guys. I was guys. just like, oh. I like mature. Maturity is also attractive to me. But it's I'm like, very mature. I'm a naturally mature person. Like, I'm fact. more mature than my peers. Facts. I mean, I hate no shades, y'all, but like, I feel like I've always had like a more. Advanced mindset. That's something people have always told me since a teenager. So absolutely, it but, wouldn't appeal to me to be younger. But then when I think about it, I'm just like, did he do anything or give immature vibes? Not necessarily. Mm. You know, it wasn't like he was immature as fuck. I was just like, mm, like he mature. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He just also it was just like. Mm. I think maybe I could just see it out of nowhere <laughs> that he was fucking 23 and I was 25. I feel like. <laughs> If I was a daddy younger guy, he got to at least be 30. Like, once I turn 30, and let's say I'm 33, and the dude I'm talking to is yeah, 30, yeah, 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 yeah. then I'd be more comfortable being like, okay, I could date a younger guy, because at this age, Thanks. this stage of life, I expect him to be in the certain, same bracket. A, a certain level of establishment for himself. Like, I don't envision a 24-year-old, because I ain't dating, like, rappers, athletes. Let me be real with myself. I'm not there yet. So the, the guys, the everyday men I'm looking at, 24 uh-uh. is still 24. You're not a yeah, yeah, yeah. You shit. It's enough. Are you even done with school? It's enough. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's enough. So. It's enough. Absolutely. It's enough. 
Okay, let's switch it up a little bit. Since we're talking about young people, kids and all, it's graduation season, prom season. Um, you know, we've seen the beautiful prom pictures or like the tacky prom pictures as well. Mm-hmm. And this is a Twitter conversation where people are like, Twitter, um, um, black prom experience is our version of our quinceañera or bar, uh, bar mitzvah. Hmm. I, what do you think about that? Because, you know, when you do see, like, the proms, you'd be like, whoa, like, how was our prom compared to how proms are now? I feel like this prom shit, the way that prom has um, evolved is a direct correlation to social media. And okay. It's, it's literally, like, when nobody be trying to do all this braggadocious bullshit, if y'all weren't going to eventually post it on social media with the hopes of going viral, with the hopes of going, like, to me, when we was doing prom, yeah, we had Facebook a little bit, but... It literally was like, oh, look at the little pictures. Nowadays, it's giving it's giving BET award. It's giving absolutely like yeah. It's just way too much. It's like there's no part of it that I feel like is appropriate for high school. Yeah, I think that for the from start, black people was it the most with prom. That's a big because when you think about it, it's like even during that time, people were renting Ferraris. I didn't even know about you know, this is where my immigration status come in. The whole idea of having a prom send off and inviting people, I that shit was so foreign to me because I had brothers too until I went to prom. You know, I'm, I'm, they were brothers for the, for the we took pictures in the house. I didn't even see my brother prom dates until they brought the pictures back. Okay, so that concept of oh, inviting people and there's food, and then I didn't even know that's what my prom send off was supposed to be. People was, oh, you didn't invite nobody? I think that's what that shit was. Like, I didn't know. So that's, to me, always been like a black concept. So I'm glad that you said that. My point was is to say that it's, to do, it's due to lack of culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because even for it to be compared to Quinceañera, right? You know, Hispanics, they have, at the age of 15, there's a, you know, walk into womanhood, womanhood. and, you know, adulthood, whatever. But mitzvah, 13, something. But black American, black culture... The, like, what is it? Mm. I, Maybe okay. Sweet 16, if you can afford to celebrate Sweet 16. Yeah. And also, like, we do know, like, okay, there's also a high dropout rate or whatever. So it's like, oh, my God, you graduated out of, you know, high school. Or even some of them still got to do summer school. Okay. Yeah, you think about it. Okay. Yeah, some of them still, some of them don't even, don't even don't graduate. Walk, it's like you walk. just a prom dates for somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's just that, oh, it's prom. It's a moment for us to get fancy and dress up and go the way, go out. Because in a lot of black people regular lives, it's like, where are they dressing up to? Damn. Where are they getting fancy to? Where are they wearing cars to? Where are they wearing suits to? Where are they wearing dresses to? There's places they can wear it to. They just don't wear the shit. Let's be real. Exactly. But it's like, you know, also the, the lack of knowledge, the lack of being in the environment, the lack of being in the right spaces. You know what I'm saying? The lack of culture plays a major role in that. To me, to act like prom, So, yes, ignorance is a major fact, but I think it's also like... It's a, it's, yeah, it's like, a major thing now. It's like, come on, this you, is the culture for, now. For people to act like prom is some... First of all, let's even say this. Prom is not a unilaterally African-American thing. So I think the comparison is already failed by mm-hmm. that. Because it's like, so every other race that go to prom, it's not they coming of age too? Like, what the hell are y'all talking about? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how you gonna say this is an African-American coming of age thing? They're, no, it's not. But the way African-Americans do it, though, it's they, like they do it in a sense like, whoa, it's a major step you're taking in your life. A lot of people unfortunately live too vicariously through their children Mm -hmm. and that's our problem too as african-americans because 
Um, we feel that in our childhood we were denied certain things or whatever the situation is. People be trying to work out yeah. in therapy. They overly compensate for mm-hmm. a lot um, because prom is a school dance. And if and to me, if I if I want to be real, if you had real plans for your child's future, there's no way you would spend five to six thousand dollars on people using the taxes. G people be getting lo- personal loans. Yes, like, the way there's so many aspects of prom today that disgust me from the way that the girls dress. Maybe one thousand dollars dresses. The sheer, the cutout, the pet. It's like I feel like you are. Why are you overemphasizing your your teenage daughter's sexuality? I just think that, like, there's a way to be beautiful. There's a way to have an air of, oh, she grown a little sex appeal without it being, like, cut out, sheer, nipple pasty, whatever. Yes! I feel like when we were growing up, boys could not wear no gym shoes to prom. You had to wear your, Girl. you had to wear, like. You better wear some Steve, what, uh, what's it Steve called? Madden. Steve Madden. Yeah, something. you could not. Some like, Stacey Adams. These Nikes, all of that. I feel like that's also part of, that's an inappropriate part of black culture where we feel like men got to wear sneakers everywhere. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. this is supposed to be the one thing that they wear dress dress shoes to. Facts. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if y'all calling it this right of age. And it be flooding as hard. It be flooding hard as hell, I'm sorry. Like, to me, I'm like, how y'all going to call this a come of age? Like, what are they coming of age? What about this process signifies they're becoming an adult? That's what I'm saying. They making it to be the culture. Yeah. There's like, it, 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 it's now the way of life. Culture is the way of life of a group of people. That's the definition of culture. Yeah. So now it's becoming a thing like, Every time somebody graduates, time for prom, it's like, okay, it's not, this just, as we said, this happened during our time, but it's increasing, increasing, and increasing, yeah, and increasing, and increasing. Wild. It's becoming, because when you think about, when you look at old prom pictures, depending on the school too, my first day used to wear cutout stuff. Those ghetto ass cutout satin yeah, outfits. Yeah, all them seat and simi. Yeah, come on. Harlem, it was like, what the Dumb heck is this? Finger, we but see now you. it's just fancier material. That's just the difference. Oh, yeah. the it's fancier material. You know what I'm saying? And that's Brazilian weave, not quick weave. Not the and... Remy, not the doobie. Exactly. So it's been the culture for a very long time, and then now people are just doing the most. Like, I'm just like, why you, can't you, on your, on your regular day, you don't even live like this. And I just feel like it's really disgusting to see people got all this money, $5,000 for DJs, cutouts, cakes, escalades, but then y'all did all of this in the projects. That's so to me, again, this That's is like ignorance. This is not like y'all to be stop that. Don't call like black people have to stop trying to equate their bullshit to, to shit that already mm-hmm. exists. A bar mitzvah is like that's an insult to compare some dumbass prom to a yeah. bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah, you really mm-hmm. have to go to you have to go to school. It's a process. You have to learn to read the Torah. Like the whole part of coming of age is that you're mature enough yeah. to learn the Torah from front to back. Then you do the ceremony and it's a cute little party. With a quinceanera, again, it's like the whole point of it is to signify that at 15, a woman is old enough to bear children. So it's like you're old enough to be a mature adult, to be treated like a woman. Not you graduate, like, you know what I mean? I'm not saying graduating high school is not important. It's not a, it's not a milestone in life. It is a milestone. You know, I don't want to take that away from the kids. However, as adults, because we know that there is life after high school, life after prom, we need to stop indulging in this to this capacity. Like, we should not be indulging in this to this capacity where it's like, because then what you going to do for the kid going to college? I was just going to say that because all this money, you better, you might as well put it in a college fund. But then that's another thing. We, we Ain't the, no college fund. We the same community telling our kids they don't have to go to school. So... You might as well put in a college from putting in a college, college saving. I saw a, a video of um, Dr. Umar saying, because you know this whole 
AI thing going yeah. on, you whatever. And I get it. It's, you know, if you think deep about it, it could be a scary thing. It's like, whoa, they're yeah. taking jobs from people, all of that. But it's also an advancement in technology, hey, yeah, whatever. That, yeah. Okay? But he was like, you know, it's going to get to a point where AIs are going to take a lot of our jobs. And he was like, black people should stop taking, stop sending your kids to, to college, send them to trade schools um, so that they could do professions that AIs cannot do. And I'm like, that is such a crazy way to word it. Like, that's a dangerous thing to say. It is dangerous because what other? Because what are the other races doing? Are they telling their kids to be fucking plumbers? Like, what are y'all saying? Like, and again, I don't want to down plumbers. You no, know what plumbers make plumbers a lot of money, or electricians but... or people who trade school. Like, I work with my hands now, even though I have a degree. But my degree served me. I ain't gonna lie. I, I love trade people. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, but to say, say that, that is such a dangerous thing to not go to college. Like you. You could say, oh, I want to encourage, you know, people also going to trade school. It's not a so bad thing. To use that as an option. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or you say you could have your degree and still go to trade school. Because trade school could be, what, a year, two years at most, 18 mm-hmm. months. You know what I'm saying? But it's like to now say, stop sending your kids to, to college is black people. Like, it's whoa. It's so stupid. We the only that's people that say that dumb shit. That's a very dangerous thing And then we're going to be sitting here in 10 years talking about the white men take all the roles and they give it all the, all the jobs and all the roles. To the Asians and the Mexicans, da, da 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 But the Mexicans do not be actively telling their kids, hey, ho. they don't be like, hey, you know, we make a lot of money with agriculture and cutting grass. They don't say why that shit. You, why are you going to ask that? You're right. That was racist. <laughs> they, 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 they don't say, like, yeah, we make a hey, lot of money landscaping and, and fixing houses and doing construction. Like, you know what I'm saying? Unless they have already, like, a big-ass construction business. I'm sorry. Damn, you try to focus on my racism. <laughs> I'm trying to move past it. You trying to, That's what you trying to so highlight. You switched the, the accent so quick. Like, I'm like, damn. Ah. Okay, no, 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 for real. Don't let me focus on racism. It's not nah, racism, but my smalls in the just... Yeah, but it's like seriously, like we we are the only ones. Like you know, Asian people don't tell their kids don't go to school. We got a, a we got a restaurant. Of, we got beauty supply stores and and Chinese restaurants. Okay, to do. like they never would tell their kids like that. be a nail tech. Yeah, like nobody says that shit. So it's like for us, we it's it's a combination of laziness. It's everything Ebony K. Williams told y'all, but y'all was mad about. Um, what was it? The 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 black damn. It's a term too. When she said black people be so comfort comfortable being mediocre. Yeah, like all that shit is real. Like we will spend all this money on this, but be telling the kids that they can't go to an out of school, out of state college because it's too expensive. Exactly. And again, we're not saying if you go to trade school is mediocre because even me. I still want to get my MBA. That's not trade I school. See. No, no, no. no. Oh. I'm saying like, I mean, what I'm doing is considered trade. Oh, you know, okay, as a yeah, hairstylist, yeah, you know, but I'm saying despite that, I have my bachelor's. I still want to get my MBA. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like, no. And it's like, that doesn't have to be everyone's pursuit exactly. in life, whatever. But it's like, again, we're not putting down trade school. People who, you know, work with their hands, but it's just like, come on. And trade school is school. That's, yeah. that's the thing. What we're talking about, we're not talking about people who say, trades you know use trade school as an option we there are literally people who sit there and tell their kids your t-shirt business popping invest in that mm-hmm. no nigga what the fuck it's a t-shirt it's a it's a side hustle yeah but yeah i digress that prom shit is not kissing your oil bar missile y'all should let that go Mm-mm. okay okay so um 
you guys know we like to give a little update on Jonathan Majors. Uh, so you guys know this case with Jonathan Majors is still ongoing. But I did not expect on the Jonathan Majors bingo card for the next thing for us to see is that he is currently dating Megan Good. Miss Good, if you're nasty. Megan Good is... um has been rumored by TMZ to be dating Jonathan Majors post his investigation, and it has caused a lot of stir of conversation on social media. The people are saying that Jonathan Majors is basically using this as a publicity stunt, especially after being caught up with a white woman. They're saying he's dating, like, a black media darling to a degree, you know. (laughs) Um, And then some people are like, some people even saying that she, maybe him and Megan was rocking before hmm. and that is what um shit that might have been the the beginning of the drama that he was dating he was talking to shorty he was talking to making good and his his white girlfriend saw it got upset and that was the inception actually of the incident interesting um but this is twofold so let, let's talk about a couple of things okay thing one do you think that megan good should be attaching herself to jonathan majors during this time Hmm, that's a, that's a very good point. Um, no. If I'm just thinking media mm-hmm. general, like take away emotions or whatever, no. You to protect your brand. You just came off of this Christian husband, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You have your independence. You're doing single ladies. You have your show. You know, like, you know, she's coming back up. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Her, yeah. And it's not get with this guy that whether we know is false or not, and domestic violence. I mean, okay, there's some evidence showing that it's not true or whatever. But he's still a little bit tinted right now. It's mm-hmm. still a little bit tinted. Let this critique clear down very well. It's still, you know, it's still on the limbo. What's going on? What's going on? And we see you guys on the airplane. No, still keep that hush hush. Hmm. But what if y'all were dating before all of this? Okay. Because like, let's think That's about this. Shit really went from zero to a hundred to zero real quick. Like Jonathan, like had this never happened. We Jonathan Majors was damn near the hottest, but thing it in seemed Hollywood. like that thing that happened with him and his Oibo girlfriend or ex girlfriend. They were in the house. Facts. They were in the house. Facts. Where she took his phone and it became back and forth. So People Magazine actually released an article this week about it, and okay. they said that um, Megan Good and Jonathan Majors are together, and that the relationship really actually got deep as she was defending him or sticking by his side through this situation. Okay. Um, I'll say this. If it was me, let's say, you know, first of all, we just, we just found out about this white girlfriend of his. Yes, that's true. Let, let's even say that. I don't think the relationship, he might have been with Shorty, but I, I mean, I can't speak for the relationship, but it wasn't giving, this is my life partner. But can I say something that real quick? Yes. Something I've noticed about black actors that do date white women they hide it for a very long time uh-huh. because the the concept of you know because they're black actors, especially New York coming ones, then they become a sex symbol among black, black women, women yeah. and they know it's going to hurt their image. Facts. That we know that they're what many of them, yeah, whether it's from the, what, the guy that played Luke Cage, the one that played uh, Jay Ellis. Ah, come on, many, 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 many of them. Childish Gambino. Come on. So they really, really hide this. Even the one, um, Peel, Chris, Peel, Key and Peel. Oh, yes. Jordan, Jordan Peel. Come on now. I, I'm like, oh, his wife is white? 
Mm-hmm. And you do have this black comic, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they hide it intentionally because it's not good mm-hmm. for their brand. But yeah. continue your point. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was going to say, like, something about their relationship wasn't given, like, this is my woman and I'm sticking beside her. Okay. Um, and, you know, that's a fact. Like, it could like how, how long have we known Jonathan Mays? Exactly, exactly. But I will say that if I was a man... I don't give a fuck who I'm dating. Make good, interested in me. I'm, I'm, she I'm, fine. I'm gonna see what she's talking about. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna see what she's talking about. Okay. I ain't married. <laughs> I'm gonna see what this is the perks of stardom. Okay. Ah, I tell you the truth. Say I'm dating somebody, somebody, some guy from Chicago. Mm. I meet her. Come on. That's how Daniel Kalua is in my inbox. Okay. I'm gonna see what's gonna, there. Gonna hop on. I'm gonna see what it could be. Ah, sorry to say. I mean, so do you think this is like a publicity thing too? I think that them, I think all of those things are true. I do think that she was probably, they was probably already had some sort of relationship before this. Mm-hmm. I don't see Megan Good being so irresponsible to develop the relationship in the midst of controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there has to be something a little bit solidified for her to even put herself out there like that. Yeah. But I do think it was a conversation amongst them about like, let's just go public and see how it helps. Yeah. You know, I do think it was like, let's, you know, it don't like making good always been. How many people have we known making good today? Outside of her husband, we don't know who the fuck making good really was dating. Yeah, not that many people. I mean, she is this uh, football player. I um, forgot his name. He yeah. Was also a video guy for a while. But, but yeah, 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 we, yeah, we've never been in Megan Good's business. Not and like far that. As, and, we've, and Megan Good has been in our lives since she was like She's 12. She's done some porn, though. I ain't gonna lie. Oh. Okay, well, Megan, you know Miss Good, you nasty. Okay, but, but I think it was just one of those like, you know, she had her King Magazine day. Yeah, exactly. Well, one Magazine of those Playboy day. type of things. Yeah, you know what I'm so, saying? Not like actual porn, porn, porn. But we don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I say that to say, like, Megan Good has been acting literally since she was 11, 12 years old. And we don't even know who her first kid. What we do now is Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. But, like, we don't know <laughs> much about her, her, her dating life. So I do think it was intentional to release this. And, and it was in the hopes that... Her, him dating Megan Good would change it. And that's my next question to you. Okay. Do you think that him being in touch to Megan Good is enough? Or is it going to impact what's going on with his image? Um, I think you have some impact. You know what I'm saying? Because now it's like, as black women, okay, you're the black queen. Damn, we gullible like that. We, oh. talk, we talk about social media. No, but I'm being serious. Like, damn. Yes that, and no. Damn. Yes and no. Because as a black woman, it feels good for me to see a black man with a black woman. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, people will fall for that. Like, I, he came, quote unquote, he came to his senses. He would a sister. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, it, it, I think it will help his image. And then to see that, oh, he is with another woman. Because, like, oh, if he truly did abuse a woman, would somebody else immediately get with him? Especially someone of Megan Good's status. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it does help him. Yeah. It does. It has a it has more of a positive impact on him and his career and his image than for her. Yeah, I, I think that Megan Good... And this is, it's one of those things that we might have not had to even been faced with the conversation if not for this. Because for as long as we've known Megan Good, she's been pretty safe. Mm-hmm. You know, she's never had any huge scandals. The most that we really had, like, a consistent um, news circulation of her was her dating her past husband. When, you know, when, when they went viral for being celibate through the relationship, you know, like, all of those type of things. We know Megan Good to be, like... Pretty straight and narrow. Like, we don't know. Like, yeah, she's a sex symbol or whatever, but we don't know making good to be, like, a bad decision maker Mm -hmm. for the most part. So Mm -hmm. I think there is, like, 
there's a certain level of like, well, Megan ain't never proved us wrong before. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are also trying to connect the fact that Jim Brown, oh, we ain't say rest in peace to Jim Brown, but um, Jim Brown is her godfather, which is oh, like yeah. another bingo card I did not have. Like, oh, y'all just be godparenting mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Um, but yeah, it's her godfather. And you know, well, some people may or may not know this. So Jim Brown is a former Cleveland Browns uh, football player yeah. who is a um, really more notable for leaving football to pursue acting and civil rights. Um, and he recently died this week as well. So Megan Good came out in a post saying, you know, this is her godfather. Woo, woo, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And um, people are also bringing up that Jim Brown is known for having multiple allegations and cases against abusing women interesting be it um physical altercations sexual misconduct there are a lot of situations in which we are saying that um he has abused women so people are saying that because she is used to that um you know this this is no skin off her back to Mm -hmm. be with him during this moment damn I think it's a fucked up comparison. Like, very. how you gonna compare me to what my goddaddy was doing way before me? Very. You know very, what I mean? Very, but, very, very. I mean, I, I will say that there is a very touchy line of, of, like, understanding, like, somebody fucked up. I've said it before, like, understanding what it means to, like, have an incident mm-hmm. with a woman and then being an abuser. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, like I said before, it's evident that something happened that night, but would I label Jonathan Majors a complete abuser? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. But we shall freaking see. We shall overcome. So, we're talking about relationships. Um, I want us to get into, because, you know, you asked me questions. Let me ask you questions, girl. Mm. Um, Would you split, split, like, your lifestyle, your marriage, relationship 50-50 no. with your husband or your partner? No. Okay. Um, so Gabrielle Union. Well, she, okay. Are we saying when you say lifestyle, what does that include? Lifestyle, bills, vacation, expenses, you know, um, savings, things of that nature. Honestly, I would say financially, if it comes to like our household, no, I'm not splitting 50-50. Okay. Are there going to be moments where I may go half with you, like maybe on a vacation in the resort, yeah, I may go half, depending on it. But in terms of, like, our day-to-day household, our life, our livelihood, what we're doing for our family, I personally do not believe in going 50-50 with your husband. Okay. Okay. Well, Gabrielle Union, she did an interview where she did say that, you know, she still struggles with feeling secure in her wealth. Mm -hmm. And she reveals her her bills. The bills in the household are split 50-50 with her husband. And she received a lot of backlash to that. Mm Mm-hmm. But she did went on to explain that, you know, like, um, she takes care of three other households, right? Mm-hmm. Her parents, um, she, you know, she didn't give it specific, but she, like, the other households she takes care of are of like, older folks or younger kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also her husband, he also takes care of other households, too, mm-hmm. which is coming among, like, if you're wealthy, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. imagine we come rich. We're going to take care of, we're going to, you know, take our parents' responsibility. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Their bills. Maybe our younger siblings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, older, you know. I'm the youngest, or, or older, You know, if your older brother needs assistance, something. Maybe your nephew. You may be like, you know okay. what? I'm going to stop paying for my nephew's tuition. Maybe then. Because, you know, like, you know, just on some real stuff. If You know what I mean? Yeah. Depending on the situation. Um, and that's the case. So she said, because of that dynamic, 
it just makes sense for them to split it 50-50 and not to put extra pressure on each other. And you know what? I'm like, it makes sense. Because you know what? Which folk language is different from my own language? They are past rich, they are wealthy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure like what 50-50 look like to them, it looks like something else to us. You know? Mm -hmm. Now, of course, as a woman, we're like, oh, hell no, whatever, whatever. You know, I still feel like even if I'm rich, I would still want my husband. Especially when my husband is much more rich than me. Exactly. But, you know, if he's taking care of multiple households and she's like, you know, I don't want to put too much pressure on him, you know, to have to now say I have to do this and knowing that I can afford to put an extra leg or so, why not? I ain't going beyond, I think, for me, it even depends how much money we make, but idealistically, exactly. it's a 70-30 for me. Okay. Because I really, like, believe part of what makes the man the head of household, the land of the castle, is literally that. Like, So if you marry a plumber and you make more money mm-hmm. than him, how would that be split? His ass better plumb away because you finna have... Oh, really? See, like, there's certain things that I will for sure take care of, right? And it's like, even if I make more money... Then him, then maybe I will contribute more to our children's future. That's where I'm willing to. And when you say contribute more to children's future, explain that exactly. Like I will pay for more shit for the kids. Like you don't have to worry too much about this for the kids. I'm gonna pay for their little field trips. I'll put more. Maybe I'll add a little bit more to their savings because I can afford to. Okay. Little stuff like that. I'll buy more for the kids. I might not ask you for money for for them as much Mm -hmm. if I know that. You paying a household, but I feel like it's very important for a man to lead in the payment of the household. And is leadership for men mainly just in provision? No, it's part of more stuff, but I also feel like that, to me, that's that's part of it because it's like a man's role in a relationship, in a committed monogamous relationship is to protect and provide. And, you know, I think that, like, once we start going 50-50, it starts making me feel 50-50. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be real. I'm not going to... Because at the end of the day, part of why a man pays more is because we do more labor. We do more. Like, that's just that's why men pay more. It's because yeah. we do more labor. Yeah. Like, if we were really to quantify what we financially what we do in the house from taking care of children that's already a full-time job to taking care of the house cooking dinner doing all of that there's no way a man can 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 be equal with that ain't no 50 50 in that so i'd be like no i'm not gonna find a way to make be 50 50 with you financially when you can't be 50 50 with me with other stuff now we millennials Mm-hmm. So you do see more men that cook, more men that take for the up for the kids, woo, 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 all of that. That's great. Be a good husband like that. But I still feel like there's certain things I like my man is just never going to touch. And that's why I feel like 70, 30, 60, 40. I'm not saying 20, 80. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying 10, 90. Those are, that's a little extreme. But I do think there should be a little chunk of you that feels like I'm, I'm taking care of business. I agree because, you know, even the aspect of, like, millennials, as we women now, we work, right? We're not just housewives. But it's like I'm learning that we still do more because the same in the same breath that we work, we do the same 40 hours a week mm-hmm. that you do. I still have to be pregnant and yeah. deliver a child. Or I, not to take away from those who are unable to get pregnant, mm-hmm. deliver children. Um, but I still have to take care of the household, whether yeah. it's cook 
clean, figure out like some bills, what's bill, what what is due, whatever. Take care of you as a man. Take care of the household. Make the home, Be make a the house maker. a home. Yeah. Exactly. That is extra work. And even still have to look good for you and look attractive Period. for you. Go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? And have my hair done and makeup so I can still be attractive to you despite okay. the fact that I'm tired. That is extra work. You know what I'm saying? Um, that, as you said, man can never equate at all. Because yeah. it's really for me being a single mom. I'm like, this shit is a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not 50-50. It's not. It, it really, it's just, it's just, it's it can not, never be. It can never be. It can be. never be. And that's just fact. The, the baby was, already came for me. They natural. I already know this baby a little bit more than you. Yeah, Sorry. It just cannot. Even the fact that we have periods that we have a period of time in our lives where like we cannot be fully ad- adequate, but we, damn, my accent started. Adequate, <laughs> adequate, right? Adequate. Yes, adequate. I said adequate. Adequate. Uh, but we have to push through and still go to work. You know what I'm saying? Act like nothing is nothing is wrong. Um, but then again, as I said, different language for different folks. Mm, I mean, I'm not kudos I, to them, exactly. but she's stupid for it. Damn! Did you say she's stupid for it? Let, I'm gonna look up the what is Dwayne Wade's net worth? Right and well, she's but like if she, if he's taking care of multiple households, that's his personal ass business. One thing I'll say that if I was to date a plumber, you know, I am I don't mind assisting a man. During his low times, okay, but G, when you, the the goal is for you to get to the high times, and when you get to the high times, you doing you you taking responsibility. Dwayne Wade's net worth is one hundred and seventy million dollars. Okay, um, what's her? How much is Gabrielle's? Why it didn't just come up? Look what that shit. It came up, but it still. And we do one. know that when with network, it doesn't mean you have access to one hundred seventy million yeah, dollars right say, immediately. Like you may have say, properties worth that. Yeah, liquid. He probably got let's say hundred million. Yeah, like or maybe, let's say maybe sixty million. Because then there's investments. Like, you know how these things roll. Like, even sponsorships. Like, we'll give you in bits by bits. We won't give you, like, the 20 True. million sponsorship immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like, all those things play a role. Gabrielle's net worth is 40 million. Yeah. yeah Why the fuck I'm going 50 50 when he making 100 million? You're right. And you know what? It's funny because I saw a comment. People were like, but well, isn't that why you divorced your first? You know, she's been married before. They're like, isn't this why you divorced your first husband? Because Facts. in her book, she did. Her, her, her first husband was a football player. Yes. But he she was up, making more than she, him. And then he and she stopped playing, but she was making more than him. She was oh, paying more bills. Yep. And she said that because of that, she kind of felt entitled to cheat, kind of thing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, girl, I think this is also more of her own. Security thing, as she said, she feels more secure. Mm. It, it, to make her feel like, okay, I'm doing my part. Now, I think too, if we be honest, I think that this goes even relates to what we just talked about. You know, Gabrielle is a little bit older than Dwayne. Oh, so I think in her mind too, it's like she don't fully. I, I you know, we people be using caveats like, oh, Gabrielle is type A personality. She seems masculine. This the fact that it matters. Gabrielle don't respect that nigga because she much older than him a little bit. I'm telling y'all the truth. I don't think Gabby respect him fully because she got Damn. like six, seven years on him. I uh, no, look up the age. Okay. Gab, come on, come on. Come no, on. Gabby kind of got some years on that dude. She does, but then she's seven years. I feel so. I'm about to look it up. What is Gabrielle using age gap with Dwayne? Man. But I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I, they have a nine year age gap. <laughs> that's what I'm saying boy. Okay so she feel like She gotta do mama Yeah Big mama That's I, I bro That's how Little bro Jesus 
She just kind of got caught up. That's her little bro, though. Nine years. I mean, she looked great. Like, you can't see the age gap in, like, when you see them together. Can you see it? I don't see it. Not fully. Yeah, no. I see a little bit, but not fully. It's not no big. You're looking for it. No, I see it small. Where do you see it? I mean, I just see it small. It's like, it's, you know, Gabby Personality. Gabrielle look great for her age, but Gabrielle looks older. Here's why she doing this movie where she playing the cougar. Them years when she was playing... The, the young baby, she's too, she's starting to learn that. I beg, let me pay me to age woman. Let's, How old is she? I think Gabrielle herself she's is maybe 50? like 40 something. I don't even think. Oh, oh, she just turned 50. Wow. She just turned 50. How old is he? 40? Well, he must be 40? like 40. 41? Probably. Because it's nine years. She, yeah, she's 50 years old and he's 41. Yeah. Wow. I mean, she looked great. She looked great. She looked great. They seem like, I mean, they've been together for a little minute now. Yes, they've been married for some time and so on and so on. But I just feel like, and I feel like it's giving Jada and Will where it's like, I feel like Gabrielle always kind of come up with some conversation that semi-emasculates Dwayne. Really? Yes. You talking about the booty hole eating thing? Yes. That was just like, bitch, we didn't even know that shit. <laughs> we really didn't. I could have gone my whole life never knowing that Dwayne Wade likes to get salad tossed. No, but she did say that she wasn't referred to him. She's saying that's what she did in her past relationship. That it, that it has nothing to do with Dwayne. Dwayne got some tendencies too. It's damn near grooming on the other side with them. The way he be acting. Damn, bogus. All jokes aside. Mm. Okay, let's continue. All right, so let's get into some TV mm-hmm. things. So, you guys, I actually, um, you know, was watching TV, and I watched the remake of White Man Can't Jump. Okay. Now, the remake of White Man Can't Jump stars Jack Harlow, and I believe his name is Sinqua Valley. I'm not sure his mm-hmm. last name, but y'all know Sinqua because he played Sean 50 son on Power. He died, like, the first two episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, they had White Man Can't Jump, and it was based off of the old school movie starring Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Now, the original premise of the movie is that you have a white man, played by Woody Harrelson, who hustles um, street ballers um, because they assume because he's a white man he cannot play basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, to where he co- um, connects with Wesley Snipes' character and they end up hustling a bunch of people, um, ultimately getting into this tournament that's supposed to change their lives, you know, and the rest is history. Now, in this remake, they kept some aspects of that. Like, you know, there was the aspect of them um, needing to get together. There's the aspect of... Jack Harlow being a hustler. But this was a horrible remake. I just, It was just weird because, like, the whole time, they really concentrated on the fact that he was white and he was in a black space. It was just really... There was so many crazy And the original jokes. wasn't like that, right? No, because it was, like... It was already implied. You know what I mean? It was already mm-hmm. implied, like, duh, obviously he's white and this and is street ball. Black setting, yeah, 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 like, so it didn't need to be, like, every other line was not... Yeah. Cause I want to say there's some. Wait, what? What did he say? He's like, dude, trash talk them more. There's a bunch of trash talk that I can't even say. So you're saying you can't say the n word. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what that mean? You can't say nigga. Cause like, what's the what's the trash talk? Because even talk? Me, I, I've not seen the movie, but I I saw the preview so many times on Hulu, and it was just so much. I was I could just tell like what it was. It was yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, what he said? He was like, yeah, go get it, Black King. I'm like. Mm. 
Okay. It was weird. It was like it was really like, weird. All right. Like it definitely was jokes on like racism or like racism. I was just like, and I feel like that's Jack Harlow's bag these days. Because even there was like a, a um a clip of him being on the show Dave with um Lil Dicky, and like they had like a whole back and forth about who's the better white rapper. Then on his album, his little EP or whatever the fuck that just came out, he makes a lot of references to like. Oh, you know, these suburban kids do this. They emulate black culture. Like, this is a thing. And y'all ain't built like this. And I'm the new best white rapper. Wasn't he the same one? I didn't know who Brandy was. Yeah, that he wasn't. He was. Yeah, he was like, who's Brandy? Like, mm-hmm. he didn't know, like, like her impact in music. Yeah. And, and she had to drop, like, a little rap. And then they, they uh-huh. did the little, the thing together for first class. They did the remix. <sighs> um, I just feel like. So whoever told Jack Harlow that he now has to, I, maybe they told him like, dude, you got to own your whiteness. I don't know what the fuck they told him, but it's weird that, that he's continuously like. I feel like all these white rappers be trying to be the next Eminem too hard boy. Yeah. And it's like the thing with Eminem, he didn't try so hard. He ain't tried to do any of all this nonsense. Exactly. Like we know he white. And, and he, he don't deny that he's white. He was like, I'm from Detroit. Like, he didn't even really talk about him being white. He was like, I'm just, I'm from Detroit. I mean, because, I mean, like, not to talk about his family, but his mama, baby mama, it's like Trailer Park, whatever. Oh, like, yeah, that's he was the, quintessential white trash. Exactly. Yeah. And this is like, he didn't deny it, neither did he try to be black. You know what I'm saying? He didn't try to rap black. He didn't try to do anything that was, like, crossing the line. Like, he was himself. Yeah, although he, just, he lived a low-income life, he did not caveat it as black. He no, said, no, he, I'm white trash. And I just can't rap. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That was just it. <laughs> no, no, white trash. No, for real. That's kind of what it is. It's just that at the end of the day, he is just white trash. And he he owned that. He didn't say, I'm from the hood. I'm Because it's like in today's society, that's what they would say. Oh, I'm from the hoods of Detroit. Yeah. I'm on the block. I be with it. Like, he wouldn't even try. He never tried to, no, like, no. act like, nah, I grew up around white. And he was like, no, nah, I was also a poor white. So Period. I really Period. poor. But speaking of other shows, um, Young Rich, no, Young Famous in Africa. Yes. Um, came out. Was it like last Season week? Two. Season two came out. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of drama. Baby, that shit. What are your thoughts? Give us your thoughts on it. I hate how the fucking season ended. It was so weird. I was like, oh, this is the last They keep episode. doing that. It was like the weirdest thing. I was like, oh, this is the last what did episode. What it end with again? And it's like episode nine, too. Yeah, episode really nine. Weird. I damn near don't remember. I feel like the last thing Not I remember. memorable, right? Yeah, it was like, it was Diamond Don. What's the girl named Boss Lady? They were talking. <laughs> I mean, what's Zari. Zari. And they Montana. Were, yeah, I feel like the last scene was them talking about that situation. And then yeah. it was like, credits. And I was like, wait, hold on, what? Yep, yep, yep. Um, I want us to break down the relationship. Let's start with Ani and Swanky. Okay, so Annie and Swanky, Annie, what's it, Adibia, mm-hmm. um, is the wife of Two-Face, mm-hmm. and Swanky was her stylist, I mm-hmm. guess. And best friend. And best friend. It's giving Zendaya in law, um, okay. kind of like that mm-hmm. relationship. So evidently, a situation happened where they were supposed to be throwing a party together. Uh, Annie, I guess, supposedly was like, she don't even want to fuck with Swanky no more. She'd rather just do the event. Swanky was on a three-way phone call and heard all the shit, so he ended up 
backbiting her and throwing the event without her before she could do it without him. Mm-hmm. And that led to a lot of drama on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both of them are equally fake and devoted to each other. Like, it's they have a very equal relationship. Exactly. A key point that she did say when she finally admitted, because, you know, they had two meetings. Baby, the first meeting, yes. she was like, you are a liar. Where's the evidence? Then the second minute, she was like, okay, no, let's keep it real. I was, I was going through a lot. I was hurt. I was yeah. jealous of you. You were jealous of me, even if you didn't want to admit it. Yeah. They were definitely both jealous of each other yeah. because it's like, she definitely was bogus, right? Yeah. It was originally his idea, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the man, his um, her manager, he called her manager to inform her, like to inform the manager, like, hey, this is what we want to do with Annie. And then you know her manager called Annie. Um, and she was like, yeah, I don't, you know, matter if I know you like Swanky, but you know, I want to do this by myself, whatever, whatever. Not knowing that he was on the phone. Um, and of course talking negative about him and he heard it. And it's like, as a friend, you truly heard me talk shit about you. Bitch, call me out. I will fire the manager. No, honestly, the I, man- obviously, of the course, the manager needs to be Yeah, fired. but it's just like, why would it, for you to also now go and throw that event, it also I, shows that you too, yeah. you too you are bogus yeah. too. And I get, you know, like I get it that he's hurt too, but it's like, you don't, you know, you don't, um, um, what's the word? You don't, um, give, you know, you don't repay her with her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't, you don't do stuff like that. Like, do you think they're really like recuna the relationship? Do you think it's yeah, real? Yeah, because they're going to need to. Yeah, yeah. For, for each other's brands and for the show. Like, because both of them without each other this season was like, who are you? Who are you? But I, I follow, I went through his page. He look, he's down. Portia and, and uh, Simon for the wedding. That would make sense. He, he was the creative director, stylist, whatever. Oh, well, that's nice. It, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. The look, I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? It kind of makes sense. Swanky so he not be giving his own personal looks for me. It's I, I don't know if it's a thing with gay stylists. It's because like a it'd it, it be so, like, overly grand. And it, 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 it never makes sense. It'd be like, oh, kill day. I was looking the other day. I was like, damn, we ain't seen this man face in these two seasons. Though. Every time we see him, sunglasses, sunglasses. It so, went to that last scene. He, where was, he was crying. crying. I was like, damn. Oh, what? this is your face? He done got a bad looking face. That's a Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah Jelly. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of um, Annie, Annie Macaulay Debia, okay, because that's her full name. Two Face. Where she get the fucking name Macaulay from? You know, Igbo people have an English slash. She's Igbo. She's yeah. She's oh. like she's not Yoruba. She's Igbo oh, okay. or Hobo, like from the east. You know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So is Two Face. He's not Yoruba too. Idibia, you know. Yeah. Um, but Two Face was on there, and their conversation went left. First of all, I'm mad that he was like, why is he even having a speaking role? First of all, because this what? is not. You are a star already. Let's, let this. Let your wife have. Let your this. wife have this. Just show up as a husband and be quiet. Supporting role. Why are you talking? But basically, he was like, um, you know, in marriage, I believe you should be honest, right? Say what you want. If you just want to fuck, just say you want to fuck. It's a man's nature. Is the I believe as a man, you know, my dick may want to fuck. Down there, may want to fuck, but I can still make love to who I'm in love with. And, you know, everyone's like, so that's what you do. He was like, that's what I believe. So if you believe that, so that's what you do. They kept trying to make it, um, what's your Nadia's issue? I would do the same thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. It was a little rude of Nadia because it was obvious that it's like they're quite in the middle of this scandal. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those moments where if you you had a little bit more cool, you would have just said, oh. 
I'm sorry, G. I would have done the same thing because the conversation didn't even have to go to that. It did. It really he started did. it. G. He started it. He was a little lit. Um, but I think I think it was very obvious that Annie was uncomfortable, and that's why I was like, the cooth would have came. But back. you know what? I'm like, girl, why are you faking it? I'm like, Annie, why are you uncomfortable? Because I feel like that whole thing was fake. Because you know, she too was asking, like, "Is that what you do? Or what else do other people do?" Or you, she was like, "Is that what she does? Is that what people in general do?" Girl, your child is is his fifth child, and you've been with him since up. the age of sixteen. I think that that's it, it is. Girl, really... all that you are pretending that walk off thing she did is a lie. Because if so, you should have gone off on him right there and then. You should have cried right there and then. You walk off. Excuse me, it was fake. Why are you surprised? You're not surprised. Do you know this is what he does? Your child is his fifth child. You've been here since the age of 16. God and, forbid. And, and, and that's my thing, too. It just really is giving, like... It really is giving Stockholm Syndrome. Absolutely. Um, that's the definition of grooming to a degree. Because it really is. Like I be, Every time Annie and Two-Face have to be seen and that relationship is talked about, I, I really always do have a real big empathetic place for women who... Um, whose relationships are the point of like gossip? Their life, yeah. You know, because because it's kind of like it does become a stigma. Like she the only person with a fucked up relationship. When nobody on that show has a great relationship. Mm-hmm. Nadia was just with Vic Mensa. Now who are you with? She mm-hmm. wasn't she too trying to be with Diamond and Diamond subtitle for Zaria again. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Nadia does not have a great track record on this show. So it's it's just unfortunate. That Annie situation with Two Face is being painted as like the worst of everything. I, I get it, but it is the worst of it, the because let's it is it's not, like let's not it like as horrible. women absolutely let's be understanding and loving of each other. Of course, no one has perfect relationship, yeah. nobody. But that situation is really it's fucked really up. Bad. It's, it's really too bad. fucked up. It's bad because it's kind of like. What it's starting to look like is that Two Face do not want to be in this marriage, and that's what I'm saying. It, for me, I'm like, for you to even make that statement on camera in front of her friends, you don't respect her. For him to say at that, ex- in that you don't respect two her in I, their lives. You don't even just, at this point, you don't like her. Yeah, he to like say her. that, no, that's Two Face. So now for me, I'm just like, he Two Face for real. Okay, Two Face. I'm like, okay, baby girl, why are you still in this situation? You know, because typically a lot of women, they will stick in situations like this if they're housewives or whatever. It's like, oh, because, you know, money-wise, I can't afford to take care of, my, take care of myself, the kids, whatever. She has a platform now. I know she didn't mention she's lost some sponsorship, whatever. But, bro, you have a platform. Like, yeah. you could switch the shit up and be like, I'm standing up for women okay. against emotional violence. Okay. And da, da, da. Sure, Nigel, women, they don't like, have to take like, it. Come on, now, she got, you, you on Netflix. You're okay. not you. T- you not like, you like Instagram, you can, whatever. Oh, what's you on Netflix? Real housewife exactly. Broadcast exactly. Yeah. You on Netflix? You global, baby. You, at this point, and you're the star of this show. Let's let's call it spade a spade. Is Annie? She, come on now. The, Her story was the main story. She's the Coco of the show. Her story was the main Annie. story. So it's like you have money now. You can't say you don't have money. She, she said she's an actress. She's actually acted in over 100 movies. I ain't seen I've them. never seen any, but <laughs> she said she has, she's an actress. Because even yes. uh, Swanky was like, don't be an actress right now. So I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe she asked for real. Not Swanky was the validation. Be, I'm, like, oh, he did, I'm like, oh, maybe she asked for real. So I'm just like, so what? this is a heavy, deep, sick, unhealthy attachment. It is what I, I, I come on here all the time and I say that women, especially. African women too, there is so much of our worth that is 
put in being in a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And especially, you know what I mean? It's like, where do you begin? Like, at the end of the day, it's like, I go through this with my husband, at least I have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that that's just it. It's the, it's the culture, it's the pride, it's and the, you know what I mean? Key word is the pride, because each time, yeah. even when she was in it, having her drama with Jerry, uh, Jeremiah, she was just like, me, I need Dibia. How, how dare you disrespect Two Faced Dibia? Yeah. That name. Yeah. She's so attached to that. It's yeah. like she's nothing without that name. She doesn't yeah. want to let that name go. Yeah. So I'm just like, because even she was even making excuses for him, like, oh, they're acting like, oh, innocent, you know, that's his first his name. name. That, oh, he's such a bad guy. Like, you know, and not innocent, hella guilty. <laughs> like, he's such a bad guy. Like, you know, he's just, you know, he just made a mistake. Actually, the, the, his kids are blessings. They're not mistakes, whatever, whatever. And it's just like, I feel so bad for her because Honestly, obviously four kids before our first child and I've been with you since we was 16. I can't. I, I personally She's cannot. so hurt that she's cannot. hurting people. I didn't like that Swanky put her business out there like that. With the well, our family with and the, stuff. That's how your mother all that shit was unnecessary. With Over the there lame ass yeah. party. Yeah. All that was unnecessary. That was cool. That was a low job. It was low job for what? Low job. Now, what if she would have outed his gay ass? Because as much as he's sitting here doing da da da, he's not gonna admit that he's gay. Yeah. Because he in Africa, or he's not gonna sit here and be like, no. as a gay man, me and mother, he would no. not talk about this. So what if she? That's said, never a gay, gay African man. Thing, it's never. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're never gonna talk about it. They're gonna live how they want to live, but they're never gonna verbatimly talk about their their gay's life. Okay. So it's like, what if she put him out there? Like that's why Bob Risky wasn't trying to be with you. <laughs> like. What if she? I just feel like that was too much. That was I do want to switch it up. I want us to talk about um, Andelay. Andelay is a silent demon. That is the true definition Andelay of a is Yoruba. He's South not even Yoruba. African He's demon. He's African demon. Because right Andelay is. I'm not gonna lie. I like men like Andelay. I like a gentleman. I think we all do. A gentleman is a great guy. Oh, well spoken. Look at his accent's different. His, he's, the, he's a newscaster, he's an anchor. You he, know what I'm saying? He's so upset. Accent is like, ugh. It's posh. His suit is like, he's come on. Gentle it's gentleman. well fitted. Like, he's not cute. Let's keep it real. He's a gentleman. He's not cute. He got a, a very typical village African, South African face. He really does. Yeah, but, how, he, but he well put together. He well put together. He's very the well vibe. Put he give. No, he, he do give big dick energy. Okay. But in a subtle way. Out. In okay. a subtle way. But that gentleman thing that he's doing is very demonic because men like him are the worst. Yeah, the, because you know, men like Two Face, they don't hide it. Two Face, he say shit like, I'm men, like di- men like Diamond, you know, that's not a shower oh, as God. in a whore. They don't hide it, you can see it in them. Yeah. But Andele, you would think that, oh my God, he's such a gentleman. He's a guy, and he opens nice my guy. door and he checks on me and then he moves like the, the hair in my face and he cleans up my makeup and he washes my hair. You know what I'm saying? He then washes your ass. He gives me forehead kisses. Exactly. He sucked my toes. But guess what? He fucking other bitches. He is juggling his baby mamas with such finesse. Gee, they, they look such alike. And both of them, both of them sitting in each other's face fighting to be the one that was chosen. Girl. Both of them sitting there like, but you've been with me on and off for 10 years, right? Okay. But you love me on and off for 15 but you and we have a connection. But we have two kids, but we have two kids. Exactly, they both got but two I'm kids. But I'm equal. But I'm equal. <laughs> but he's, I sit here looking at them like, 
Polygamy issue now. Just do the polygamy I'll, that you're meant to I'll do. Okay, because y'all were already. I, I, they said they said they both used to get along. Go back to being best Go friends. back. Everybody, no. When they sat at that dinner, I even said Angela is a bold bastard. How can you sit there and invite your two baby mamas that you're actively toasting to the birthday party of the girl you are just toasting? What is the um, meaning? Sorry, very rude. What very is rude. The meaning. Sorry to sit there and just look at them. Me, I would have caused havoc. I don't like that type of disrespect. Even him wanting to be with Zari, that was bogus as fuck. There's too much disrespect. His friend, in that baby situation. mama. Yeah. Even like, though, like we know, like okay, your friend he a whore, whatever. whatever but like, why would he try and get with his baby mama though? Why? Why? Girl, let's transition there. Let's talk about boss lady Zari, Diamond, and Fantana. First of all, bitch, your name is Fantana. Exactly. That's your real name? Like Fanta, like the Fantanas, like wanna Fanta, don't you wanna? She think because she went to Africa, us in America will not remember Fantana. I remember when that was a popular commercial. Girl, Girl what are you talking about, Fantana? That is not your name. But that, anyway, that had big mouth. I beg. I'm I, sorry. I was so intrigued about how she tried to hide her Americanness in a way. Like she kept it, like, you know, she kept cheating, like, fake her accent. Mm-hmm. But I could tell she was trying to hide her ratchetness. It wasn't until her and Zari got mm-hmm. into it that she let all that mm-hmm. I'm from America come exactly. out. Exactly. I would drag you. I would drag you, bitch. You slept, bitch. She was going. It's crazy because it shows the kind of woman she is that obviously she got BBL. We know it because I saw pics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm BBL saying? And she says she's the, the most famous Ghanaian dancehall queen. First of all, dancehall ain't in Ghana. I was gonna say, where That's is a Jamaican from? thing. I saw on TikTok people, people in Ghana were like, Ghana, we are, we don't know you. There's we no such thing as dance know. in Ghana. That's a fucking yeah. lie. Anyway, she got a BBL, and you can tell she's the kind of woman that she puts everything in her looks. Her identity is her fat ass and everything. Because she's not cute to and me like she's that. She's not the way she dressed. She so cute. for everyone saying that Diamond has a girlfriend, it's on social media. Yes. Diamond is clearly lying. Yeah. Zari, you know, she did a little, you know, she started a little shit. By the end of the day, it's like, come on, Diamond is the one lying. It, it just is like. And you don't like her because what? Yeah, to me, I mean, well, let's say this. Zari will not ever fully admit it, but she's very protective of a Diamond. Absolutely. I think that they are another people. You know, some people, they be trying to lie to themselves all because they have kids and stuff. And they be trying to be like. Well, we had, like, because she said that all the time. I got two of his kids. I got two of his kids. And it's like, well, at this point, that has not proven you to be his girl. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, not anymore. You're not his girl anymore. You're not his girl anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, whatever the relationship was, it was. Y'all had two kids. Woo, woo, y'all co parent. Great. Great for you. But she she also, like, they both carry that attachment of, like, you're going to always be mine. And and I think that they don't realize how they bring other people into it Mm -hmm. because it's like, yeah, we yeah we both date. We'll sleep with other people. We'll do whatever. But when we're together, we're a household. Like mm-hmm. we're a family. Mm-hmm. And it just is kind of like, Zari, either you gone, you're gonna be like Diamond. I don't give a fuck what you do. Yeah, come see your kids. I love you as a person. Woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. And whatever you do with your girls is you and your girls. Or you're going to fight for your man. Like, what do you mm-hmm. want to do? Because mm-hmm. it is very like. It's you definitely in and do out. see that attachment, definitely. It's in and out. Um, I feel like Zari's older than Diamond. She gives that. Right. She looks older, too. She gives like she's like, yeah, it definitely gives that she dated a younger guy. You know Zari got five kids. Yeah. 
I looked up, I looked through on uh, social media. Her two kids were dominant. It's her last two babies. Yeah. But she got three older boys. I was just going to say, it definitely gives that. Like, it gives she did it an older rich man. You and know, she, she just was a singer in Uganda. Is she from Uganda or Tanzania? She's from, she from She's somewhere. from East Africa. Yeah. So either one of those two countries. Um, and she's dating a younger man now. That's she's in a she relationship now. She, she because it seems like that's what she does. I, it definitely feels like she got caught up with Diamond. Like, I don't think she dated Diamond originally to be his baby mama. It just no, because like, they were in a relationship, like for a for a relationship. Because yeah. based on what they say, um, and they're together for a number of years. Yeah. Um, I mean, for them to have two kids, yeah, come on. Um, but that man is a whore. He's not serious. He he still wants to whatever. Then he get. I saw TikTok. I'm like, did he get you another woman? Like, I was looking at this nigga like, is he fine like this? He's not cute. He's like not, he's he's, not, he's giving he's not. short as well. He's not. It's even his face. That hair. It's like it's, no part of he, him. He, he's not. You. I'm like y'all fighting over him because what he's like the obvious musician of the crew. That's the what rapper, it is because like, he's the he's the rock star of the crew. Yeah, you think about I, it, he's the rock star. But to me, the most eligible bachelor is Andale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, okay, so what about that one with his wife's fiance? What would Naked. you do? Yes, what would you do if your man did a intention to propose proposal? A trailer park proposal. What the fuck did he call it? A trailer, trailer park proposal, proposal which not, is like a, a not trailer park a, trailer proposal. A, oh, a trailer proposal, an intention to propose, a fake proposal. Don't give me that. Don't don't do play no, me like that. At this big age, don't play me like that. When it's not promising. Mind you, he's been engaged twice, so don't play me he like that. He's been married twice. Oh, he was married twice. He's married so twice. don't play with me like that. Don't even do that. I was slapped. Honestly, are they engaged? I still don't know. No, they're not. So what was that last? Cause he didn't give her no ring. They last seen when he was like, "Oh, that's what he meant to do." Tell you, I, I love his real. Be secure. Uh-huh. Men be we make stupid we shit. make the rules. Fuck, fuck them. All. They said fuck so many times in that scene. Fuck, no, they say fuck. fuck them. They say fuck. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them all. Fuck I love the accent. I ain't gonna lie though. I love it. And I was like, I'm sitting here like, is this still an interracial relationship? But did you peep how she was trying to make a scene for herself this season though? Cause last season she didn't talk much. Think about it. Oh yeah, but she, she didn't really talk much last but season. But she still had no relevance. I don't. In I fact, they got one more season for me before I'm like recast. And I'm like, is it, is it because she's white that I don't feel her, or yes because? And. Yeah, yes, and because yes she and. don't even bring anything. Bring like anything. Kim Zodiac, whatever. Okay, she was white, but she brought something to the show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She ain't bringing shit to the show. She literally, the spice of it is he's dating a white South African woman. That's what that it is. is. That's the... I don't fancy Kanye. Kan- Kanye, Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. She I started drama. Season one, this season, it was like... She wasn't relevant and she started drama. Man? What you doing? Who is your people? She I didn't ain't like that whole fuck you, fuck you, she too, she did. That was rude. That was just out of the I saw a big itch. It's like, ah, uh, because of what? Because of click? I mean, what is going on? No, that's not keeping it real. No. Louis. That's about Louis. Who is that? Louis, Louis, Louis. They all called him different names. Louis. Oh, the, the model. The, oh, the African the prince guy. looking guy. Hey, I ain't gonna stop. When I first, when he first came on, I was like, look at this lame ass nigga. But by the time the season was mm-hmm. starting, I was like, man, y'all playing with my guy. Like, mm-hmm. y'all trying to make him seem crazy and he's the most sane out of like all he, of you. He's, he, he level-headed. Yeah. Like, I, I don't gotta shout. Why must, you, must, why must I shout with you, Swanky? They are wearing masquerade outfit. They I'm going to leave. Words. I did not like Kanye talking about something. That's you trying to have his baby. He Girl. did not. Like, what he originally said made so much sense. And I was like, why the fuck would you go to that lady and say, he, he said, said research purpose. He literally said, oh, there's somebody else in the group that's interested in surrogacy. Should you think that would be weird if I ask her, like, let's research surrogacy together? Bitch, he did not say that I want her to be my, my baby mama. What do you, like, how do you? 
Take get that. How do you get that? And if all y'all to attack him over that, mm-hmm. also he went wrong when he told Fantana the truth. Fantana, what he said, Amor. So leave that diamond alone. Before you know it, your whole reputation uh-huh. will be diamonds, bitch. You supposed to be trying to build the your other brain. girl. Gombaga, what's her name? The one that quit immediately. Gombanya, what's her name? B. They were gonna have B. Gombanga. She was, you know, she was on Breakfast Club too. What she? Yeah, she was. I did not. She's a that. big like African like. You She's know. a media broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Um, she quit. Girl, bye. The, the WhatsApp group. Bye, girl. She quit with the quickness. I said, damn, y'all shouldn't even start her scenes for this. She was in two episodes. Two episodes. But his story was quite sad, though. That because he had sex on um, Big Brother Africa, his Ooh, his family, yeah, young, yeah his family, they're Denounce part of him. like a, a strong Christian congregation. And I'm just like, those type of congregation, those are cults. Yeah. That you're going to not talk to your child for seven years. That you exclude, that you exile him? Because, I mean, I get it. Oh, if my if my child has sex on TV, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be, like, I'd be upset. Like, you you slap. Bro. Like, come on. Him. Even if I'll slap you, like, let me knock on your head. No, like, I'm saying, like, to take it far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let me knock on your head, slap you. All. I'm big man. Yeah. But to denounce and not talk to you because... Hence why he's like he wants to start his own family mm-hmm. because I can't imagine he's achieved so much. This he's never thirty yet. Yeah, he's done well for himself. He's all under with Forbes, Forbes thirty over thirty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you've achieved this much, and then you don't even have that. You can't imagine you can't tell your mom like, "Mom, oh my god, the podcast did this, mm-hmm. or my job did this, or about me on Netflix." You can't share you that can't with share your that. siblings, with your close family. That's crazy. That's crazy. And to me, I'm like, I don't give a damn what commune we in. You're not going to tell me I can't talk to my brother, my son, to my, son, my child. Girl, my, baby, fuck that. that. Me and God going to deal with that later. God gave me this child. I'm not okay, and if you truly that. know God, God is not like that. Exactly. I'm like, y'all doing too much. Sex is part of life, I bet. <laughs> it's part of life, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. Uh, but anyway, our point is to say it's definitely juicy. It's decent. You ain't got to be African to watch it. But shout Watch out. it. Shout out to Africans having a pop and reality show. Facts. Pop facts, it. It's, facts. It's nice to see. I love, love, love. I do love that it's not just Nigerians. It's facts. not just, like, it's really Africans. I East, love West. that it's, mm-hmm. it's normal as fuck. It's like, it's like any other reality show that we watch. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. like... African. African yes. I thought it was super cute too when they was getting into like deep shit and and, and then all of them was like on the camera is when you're telling me this. I was crying like I was like you better be African. You better tell because me because wait, wait, think about real housewives they don't do that. They don't. Or, or American reacts they don't. They don't. They be like we gonna do that. We go. We go. But African like come on. So you don't want to expose. I yeah. like when Annie be like I'm an adult. I'm a big woman. She's Annie. a small child. It's like yeah. Annie Annie be doing African like, six. Like, she be like what? me a whole mother of a teenager. A- she be like, I'm an old woman. I, I got to leave. They don't do the fighting thing. We Africans, we don't do the fighting. Sure we we throwing drinks. We pulling no, your hair. We calling your mama, your daddy. Yeah. Fuck your mom. We don't do that. We, we, don't do, we may throw low balls every now and then, but we don't do that. It's That's like, we're going to step out and go. Yeah, even when, like, even when Andale was like trying to mend their relationship, it gave African. To me, because that is she how because that's how we do things. It's exactly. like they're like that that um that culture of mediation mm-hmm. is really strong in our culture of facts, like facts. you know there's somebody that we talk to and we respect them exactly. And I loved to see that on TV because it really was like was well, I'm going to talk. I'm to the you elder in the family. Yeah, let or me whatever. talk to you guys. And even when they started doing too much, he's like in front of my presence in me. Facts, the other, facts, I'm gonna leave. Facts. And I love that it was like that showcase. They respected him too. That that is a big part of God forgive me what we like here Not in America. God forgive me. 
What are you I don't like I don't like judging people. So it's like it's something that's lacked completely. Respect. In, um, it's like that idea that there's one person that I respect enough to calm myself down. Like no way, no how. No matter how mad you are, you shut your mouth up. Yeah. Like you shut your mouth up. Like Americans, they will do they'll whatever in front of their parents. It's, it's always gonna be grandparents. GB, their great grandparents, they still be acting a fool. But to us, like to our mom, G, we know like we may be mad. Shit, we be mad at our mama. But it's like, bitch, I can't say shit. Yeah, I don't yell. I don't, maybe don't raise my voice if my mom wants to talk. But you know. But she said, she said me, and I'm like, you right. You, you know, it ain't gonna be more than 15 seconds, G. You right. It's not more than 15 seconds. I tweaked. Exactly. I did that. Like, okay, let me, I, I, let me, like, mom, you hurt my feelings. Like, you right. Let me change my tone. I was like, ah, you got me. You right. I was loud. I, even, even my two years, I'd be like, come on, who are you shouting at? Relax. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Why are you doing, yeah? Relax. <laughs> Don't talk about my baby life. Relax. You got, you, I've been in this world for 29 years. You got me jacked up. Like, come on. But it's just like, even and, and we're like that not just with our parents but elders in general elders and even friendships right like yeah. I, I feel like with us you know I can you know I feel like for the most part people may or may not know this about me I'm, I'm somewhat of a high head um, really I'm not like a high head in a like I just I'm like on go mm-hmm. but once I get once I get when to get a, hot once I'm hot I kind of I'm a little irrational Mm-hmm. When I move emotionally, I move emotionally. Let me mm-hmm, just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, for the most part, if you talk to me, I'll listen to mm-hmm. you. you know oh, really? Whoa. I told you too much. Nice to know. Really? I told you too much. Wow, so there's some respect there. Ah, it's true, y'all, my junior. Let me not. <laughs> it's true, you junior and me. I gave wow. you too much respect. No, nice to know. Nice to know. So if your husband reports you to me, I'd be like, damn me. Hmm. He can't, he can't my brother smoke. told me. May God give us. Is you that you don't respect me? How so? You don't respect me as your elder. I beg, I beg. I'm angry that I should be acting. I beg, I beg. It's facts. I am your elder. I respect you. I respect you. Come on, relax. Relax. I respect you. Take it easy. I be able to fight like. Is it because you don't have any any younger siblings? That's why you are shouting. So you want to push me under your younger sibling category? Let me do Annie. Idiya Basavi. What's her name? Me. A whole teacher of children. Oh, Debbie. Me. Hey, really? A I respect you, though. If you, if you want respect, I respect you. Take. Wow, if I want to, I'll be. Take, I take. earn. This is it. Take. It's not want. I take. demand. I'm giving you I earn. You see my baby, too. Saying respect. <laughs> anyway, Sha, you guys watch the show. You know, watching the show, I'm like, Gee, we need to be on Netflix. I ain't going to lie. What I'm gonna say, I'm beginning trouble, man. I know that I'm gonna it be is the what type it is. that if I'm on a it reality is show, what it is. I'm getting in trouble. It is what it is. We need to get, find a way to be on Netflix. It's but gonna be trouble, trouble. Let's switch this to some American stuff. Okie dokie, let's get there. So, okay, speaking of shows, you guys know I am a supporter of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Y'all cannot shame me for that. I don't care. I love the Kardashian family. So the new season has started on Hulu, and one of the clips that has come out about the new season starting on Hulu um, is Kim was talking with Chris, her mom, and they kind of, and, and, I, and I think it was actually Chris um, who kind of brought it up, but they were talking about all of Kanye's anti-Semitic rants, all of Kanye's, um, you know, everything that Kanye has done from 2020 to now. Mm-hmm. essentially and the statement came out that um 
the Jenner, the Kardashian Jenner tribe, or the Kardashians believe that Kanye's shenanigans, his antics, are going to leave more of a negative impact on their children than Kim's sex tape. Interesting. So this kind of was like, and you know, some people was like, ah, this cap, Kim, you can't say your sex tape is is less impactful than, um, you know, than than. Can, then Kanye being anti-Semitic. Mm. And I, you know, you know you're our resident parent on the, on the podcast. <laughs> so, what do you, which one do you think actually has more impact? Kanye, mm. Kanye's bullshit or Kim's sex tape? You know what? This may sound bogus, but that sex tape was just one sex tape. Yeah, that shit old. It's old. It was before they were born. Yeah. She ain't a porn star. And then, in this social media age too, sex tape, Sex worker, sex whatever is the norm, it's quite normal. frankly. Not to excuse the impact. Now, that would have some type of impact, regardless. I'm like, if our child, even right now, I'm 28, I found out my mom did a sex tape, I'm gonna be like, <gasps> You know what I'm saying? I'd be shocked, I'll but would it impact me? And, and then, like, no, and it would, like, and then if you have access to see it, that's what will impact you the most. Like, it's on some internet, whatever. Like, if I'm to Google it or to buy, I'm like, oh, that would affect me. That would affect me. But this stuff that Kanye is doing is emotional, it's heavy. Yeah. You're attacking my mother, you're yeah. attacking my family. Yeah. It's too constant. Yeah. And even just you as an individual, as my dad, you're not okay. That Chris Jun, okay. I don't know why that won't pain me of all the insults. Why would you call my mother Chris Jun to a dictatorship? Uh-uh. A malicious dictator is what you call my mother. My mother that took you in. Exactly. I don't play that shit about my mom, I'm not gonna lie. I've become one of those people. I didn't used to be one of those people. I didn't respect my mother as such. But now. I, I don't play that. Don't talk about my mama. I'll kill you. What you talking about? You going to call my mama dictator on this, this internet for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Like the stuff he does is so, it's not for a short period of time. It's, he, he starts, he stops. He starts, he stops. It's on Twitter. It's post. Oh, we're supposed to have button off. Come on. I, exactly. Come on. I, exactly. No, that is like, it's, that's heavy. a lot. That's and a then lot. even just as a, seeing you as a parent, you don't even seem like you're mentally okay. Yeah. Like two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, it's gonna be another thing. I want so people no. to leave the Kardashians alone. I I really honestly truly think that the whole the whole era of hating them, it's the past, whole, it's past, the whole, it's past. They're blind, they exploit, like all that bullshit that people were saying. I think that shit is long gone. I, I no, I would like to also acknowledge that those bullshit was true. It's it fact. happened. It, it happened. happened. Correct. And, and I and to me, I've always said that the real culprit in that situation is black men. It's the black men that they were dating. They gave them access to black culture and that amplified them and gave them relevancy in black culture. And then we black. Black women, we buy their makeup, we buy their skims, we but buy like if, me, if we're saying we don't want to give them power, but we give them power. To me, I don't think anything is wrong in supporting their brand. No, but I'm not it's, saying it's but, not. It but is. the exploitation of blackness, yeah. to me, came from like it. To me, it was like black men that made them relevant. Absolutely, to exploit black black. I agree with that, but um, I, I think. Black men was a primary people too, but black women we have a role to play too. Like if we're saying why are they so powerful. Who's giving them the power? 
Oh, money yeah. gives them power. We buy their products. I'll we buy their show. So if like we really, if we're really so against them that we don't want them to have this power, to have this type, you know, whether on social media, images of women, then we shouldn't watch their show. We shouldn't mm. buy their jeans. American good jeans. I'm gonna buy some we, good American. It looks like the jeans is good. I ain't I'm gonna, gonna buy. Lie. I saw in a jumpsuit. I, I said, "What want that?" I follow some really full figure thick women on TikTok, and like they buy the jeans. They it's, fuck it's with good. good. And, and even me right now, I'm like, I need some good jeans that's well fitted. Not you know what I'm saying? Not plus. I never say. Plus I sizes. thought that's what you was alluding. No, I'm just saying me, right? I'm not like my regular 136 pounds. The bitch yeah. is 150 something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's even find hard to find jeans in general based on different shape sizes. Like, I'm skinny, but my waist is small, but it's not obvious that I have a fat ass. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Wait, whatever. I'm sorry. I have, I have a small waist, but it's not obvious. But wait, no, you said... But I have a fat ass. No, it's not obvious because I don't have a fat ass. Oh! Wow! Oh. Insult! Relax! Relax! Excuse that's, me. That's Please. Not, say, wait. Take it easy. Wait. Take it easy. Wait. Don't go there. Let's, don't go there. Let's calm no, down. No, don't go there. Whoa! Whoa! Because you want to treat somebody. No, between both of us, who has the fat ass? Let's go there. No, if, if you want to go there. Let's stand up. Is, is it you? Let's stand up now. Let's sit down. Let's stand up sit down. now. I beg. Sit down. Sit down. I'm standing up. Sit down. We have a church. My own ass protrude more than yours. It don't. Ha! It don't. Ha! It don't. Let it me don't. show my pata for you. Me it's too. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's wait, a small curve. Let me pull it. It's a small curve. We're having a real competition, guys. That means you guys can we're see. saying protrude. Mine That's do protrude. It do have a curve. Say, I didn't say it doesn't. No, but it do have a curve. Oh, do say so. No, but you saying yours hey, is mine more. I said it's my, not. No, mine protrude more than yours. No, it don't. Ah, okay. It's okay. It's it okay. Don't. No, it's okay. I know this is not a. No, it don't. No, 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 no. It's okay. I know this is something you're working on. Me too. No, but I do it don't squats every day. More than mine. Sure. It Maybe don't. you want another judge. Wow. No, no, no. We should have another job. Because you are the one that took it there. You were insulting me saying that. I wasn't insulting no, you. Yes, I was you just did. shocked because what you were saying. Because was. you were like, hold on. And even when I clarified, you were like, whoa, because. No, come because on. I was shocked and how you were describing it. So even, okay, you too. I'm shocked the way you're describing yourself right now because you're saying your own portrait mother mouth. It does. Okay. I'm shocked. I'm quite shocked. Okay. Okay. But my point was to say that um what was i saying like if you know we all play a role as black people you know we want to blame these kardashians whatever the kardashians will not be whoever they are if we didn't allow them to be that mm. you know um but i do think to answer your question kanye is gonna have a worse effect on those kids kanye is too crazy four kids at that he's too crazy it's too much no. he'll be saying all type of stuff he'll be trying to act like he's making sense kanye, it's too much it's too it's too outlandish and again, as we said, that whole sex tape situation, it's like that shit come up every five years because people just want to use it as a way to remind Kim where she started. And she's done things to kind of like, yeah, done, you it, know it, what I mean? Like, it's like, honest to God, that ne- the next generation, them kids probably don't know shit. Like, girl. their generation has no idea about that sex tape. If not for the fact that we be bringing it up to remind Kim where she came from. They're not. There's no, they not. There's no anything that would bring it back to that Listen, tape. kids nowadays barely know who Ray J is. I was just going to say, we even talking about Ray J. Who? Who? They barely know who Ray J is. Yeah. Like, let's be Like, fancy. they would know what the Kardashian name is, but they wouldn't really know, like, oh, she did that. Exactly. Girl, boom. Ain't nobody real about that. Um, But toxic men, toxic men. Derek Jack Jackson. Mm. He was a social media relationship guru, right? At the time. Telling, you know, men, this is how she beats your woman, mm. this is how she beats a man. So he did come out, you know, his wife um, divorced him. And, um, She's been tweaking a lot on social media. 
you know what I'm saying? Like, we see, like, okay, this uh, divorce is really affecting her. So now she's back to her normal self. I don't know normal self, but it seems like she's coming back to her regular self. Mm-hmm. And she did an interview, um, a podcast interview, um, and they asked, and basically she said that she knew other women's body more than she knew herself. Yeah. Meaning that she would watch the sex tape of her husband with other women, okay? And she would watch their bodies and mimic the sexual acts. Of those women. Yeah. And maybe the personalities of those women. Yeah. And want to portray and be those women. Like, okay, I guess you're attracted to this woman because of these things. Well, I'm going to do it so that you could want me. Ah, oh, my dear. Mm. God forbid bad things. That's too much. Like, and then another part of the like, okay, so how many women in total do you feel like whatever? She's been with her husband, Derek, for... Since they were 19. 19. Okay, and I feel like they're in their late thirties. Mm, you didn't say he's mid. Yeah, um, in total, she said hundred, hundred women. He's been with hundred women, and the podcast was like, "Do you mean hundred like his whole lifetime, or just in the duration of the relationship?" She's like, "Well, yeah, I mean, we haven't really necessarily defined that, but we've been together since we're nineteen, so I guess that's your lifetime, right? Yeah. Because even if you're fucking at the age of what fourteen, fifteen, yeah. but you ain't like, get a hundred then, so." And it just shows the impact a man, a partner, you know, because men too go through whatever, but a man could have on a woman. Now, that's some deep shit, though. Like, I think that, like, there is a lot of, um, sometimes when men cheat, I think they don't know how much, how many layers of a woman it it impacts, you know, like, especially when sexually, because it's not that women it's not that women aren't sexual beings, but when you're in love with a man and that's your man and you've chosen that, a lot of your sexuality is attached to pleasing him. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you share a, this with him. A, yeah, a lot of it is like, how do I please you? I judge myself based on how I please you. I judge myself sexually based off how you react to me sexually. Like a lot of that is that. So it's like to be with a man, especially a man you've been with since nineteen and it's clear that he's not 100% satisfied with you. It, it's mm. so... It, it really... Pleading. It's distraught. It's distraught. Like, yeah, I'll be distraught. I don't know what to say to her. And, you know, just see even hear her say it and watch her say it. Like, she had to study their bodies. She studied... She looked them up. She researched them. So it's like, it's one thing to know that your man cheat, but to know the one he's cheating. And to know, know her, to get that And research. I'm just like, how did she have access to the sex tape? You gave her the sex tape? She probably cracked his phone or something. Honestly, you made but a sex to, tape and you're married. To make it so available yeah, for you, her to have access to you, it you and to want to mimic, mimic the, the, the noises, the moans, the voices, the movements. And your goof ass ain't peep? Like, you ain't even peep? Like, hold on, this sound like Tasha. Like, so you could, like, pick me. Pick, ah, God forbid they pick me be in spirit. Yeah. That's one time, like, I don't want to be a pick me, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to do everything so just to say, pick me. I'm the right one. I'm the good one. That's a very dangerous place to be in. Because that pick me, pick me, you're not picking yourself. Mm. You're giving yourself to this man. To choose. Exactly. And then even, you're not even giving yourself, you're losing yourself. Yeah, you're changing yourself. You're changing yourself just to please this man. It's quite sad. It's quite unfortunate. When she said, I was just like, Whoa. I, I don't watch a sex tape of my man. What? Whether it's my man, my ex, or my fling, someone I talked to for two months. Girl, I don't want to watch that. Mm, I have a story about that, but I'm going to leave oh, it. Oh. I'm going to leave it. Interesting. 
Like it's yeah. Oh, something you want to share? Mm, not yet. Okay. I, I just think that like it just is really hard. I feel sorry for her too that this is not her identity. Like the cheated on wife of Derek Jackson. The you know like to be in this predicament where because like how is she even gonna move on? Yeah, and she you got know? kids. And she got kids. kids. It's like not even that, but I feel like now men kind of kind of kind kind of identify her. And you don't, you never want to come into a relationship as the identity of a victim or, exactly. or a woman that's been battered or whatever. Cause I just think that like such a public way too. men will see you differently. No matter what, they'll see you different. Either they're going to try and be your hero or they're going to try to take advantage of what is already broken. And Absolutely. I just feel like it puts her cards and makes her so much more vulnerable yeah. to nonsense that she don't need to be yeah. attached to. Absolutely. And I just feel like. This is also a great lesson in all the social media shit. Because Derek Jackson really did used to just go viral for being like, Girl. a strong, a good black man. And then Girl, so, well, you fucking all these bitches. You you're a, a fucking whore. black man. Hey. You're a bad guy. You made, you made money off of us yeah. watching your stuff, yeah. sending us false dreams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it feels really manipulative. Like, even it to is. know that, like, your whole brand was how to treat women better, and this is how you was acting with your wife. This is wild. And she probably would have divorced him and left him sooner, if not because he had his brand. Because now this is a brand we have to upkeep. This is an image yeah. we have to keep, right? Yeah. Because like, well, you know, I'm on, on Instagram. What is it gonna? What, what are people mm. gonna say? What are people gonna think? You, you can't leave I'm me. Divorced. You can't whatever. She probably would have been divorced then, because yeah. he's been on social media for quite a few years. For some years, at least three. I, yeah, I was say at least three. At least three. Ah. Uh. That's very sad. Mm. But I definitely do credit her for sharing this with us, you know, because this is a lesson to be learned, you know, with us yeah. young women who we do, we were dealing in and out with men or talking stages or whatever, or looking into potentials or whatever. Like, it's a lesson, like, how you could really lose yourself to a man. And before you know it, five, two, five, ten, fifteen years will go by and you are stuck. And then you, you are a shell of yourself. You don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah. Because of one man. Because of one man. And what else can you say you got a relationship? Oh, you had a child. Okay, kids are best for sure. But what else did you get out of it? Damn, I you lost your, You lost yourself. But this is not a good fame. It's not a good fame. It's not a good fame. Hopefully she... Well, because even before she started doing it, she was tweaking on social media. Mm. I don't know if you remember where yeah, she was she dressing. Was on the she, she was dressing one the kind army of salvation. I mean, what yeah, was she, saying? she was yeah. giving scripture quotes and cursing people and nah, laying curses was, on she people. She went through it a little bit. No, I, she had a mental she breakdown. Went, she definitely had a mental break. Hi. But I'm going to break down too if I got to deal with that publicly. Yeah. Like, what do you say? How do you look stronger and weak at the same time? My last question regarding that is like, so now what happens to him? Ain't nobody saying nothing. We ain't heard him. nothing about him in a while, so. What, what happens to him? Mm. Nobody's going, like, I don't see other men saying like, oh, Derek Jackson, you bogus. You bringing men down, whatever. It's we women that were talking about it. Yeah, because men don't give a fuck. To them, it's like, ah, he got caught. Yep. That's what like, every nigga do. They don't give a fuck. Like mm. it, it's just another part of male politics. Like they do not give two fucks. <sighs> anyway, let's move on to our next um, segment of the show, guys. It's finally that time of the episode where we got to talk about our alodo of the week. An alodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid. Makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Oh, Lord, Goof ass. I think that this is one of our 
few olodos of the week that literally encompasses everything we said. A jackass. Mm. Somebody who makes poor decisions. A donkey. Those things really come to my mind when I think about our olodo of the week this week. This week, our olodo of the week goes to none other than John Moran. Mm. Man, John, I hate it had to be you. For those of you who don't know, John Morant is a basketball player that plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. He is somewhat of a superstar. Like, John, John Morant does that. He gets buckets. He really carries the team. But unfortunately, John Morant just really wants to hold on to this trill, gangster, thug lifestyle. <coughs> Excuse me. It was about, <clears throat> what, like three months ago, two months ago, that we were discussing jogging, caught up, on Instagram Live with a gun and having to be suspended and all of these things. And lo and behold, what was it, two weeks ago he got caught doing the same thing? Maybe he thought because he was on his friend's live and his friend isn't as famous as him that they wouldn't catch on. Mm. But, Jai, you are a superstar. Whatever you are, the crowd will follow. Okay. So it was soon discovered that John Morant, three months after his suspension, three months after sitting with NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, three months after this huge spectacle, did the exact same Thing. If that's not a lot of behavior, I don't know what it is. What are you looking for? What are you looking what for? What are you looking for? What is it? Who? Who? who what are you trying to prove? And he, for who? For what? It, it don't even make sense anymore. And where he's? Where his parents at? His daddy comes to his every single basketball game, so it's really crazy. His dad is there. For so would you say that's part of the environment? Like he's just a hood kid that's no. having a talent. John Moran is not even a hood nigga. Like John Moran, yeah, he grew up in the South, but John Moran is not like. He ain't grew up in the hood. He not, no, he's not like one of those type of dudes. Like, he probably may be a little bit low income, but not. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what he's trying to make it. No, he's trying He's trying to find a a lane as as a hood nigga. Like, and it's, and, and this is only us in our community that aspires. Mm. Aspires to be drug dealers. Aspires to be gun-toting hood niggas. Aspires to be gang, gang, gangsters and all these things that, like, really don't serve us. And to me, it's like, you have made it to, to one of our solidified um, points of entry of success. You're a professional basketball player. So for you to continuously risk that, to be what? NBA Youngboy Jr.? Like, it's so silly. Okay. It really is the silliest shit. And I think that, like, he, yeah, he's young, but he's old enough to know better. I feel like once you have a child, you old enough to fucking know better. He got, he got kids. He has a daughter. She's like five. She's super cute. She looks just like him. Looks just like John. But it's just kind of like, I think that for you to risk everything, like, I don't know. I also feel like maybe he thinks he's too famous or he's too big that it won't affect him. Because he's even dumb. today, his shoe line came out and they said it sold out in minutes. Dumb. So Very dumb. Maybe it, they won't care. He won't lose endorsements. Maybe whatever. But I do think it is up to the NBA to prove to him that it's like, you are not above the culture here. Okay, Absolutely. You gotta respect the rules. You gotta set example. Um, so care for the culture. We have to care for the culture. Um, the first one goes to Hilda Bachi. So basically, she was the cook from Nigeria that um basically cooked for a hundred hours, right? Mm. And she beat the Guinness Book of Record, the longest hours of cooking. She beat um an Indian lady who cooked for eighty seven hours, I believed. And this was a very big thing on social media. She broke the record um, where she got so much um, um, support. She made 
food for over 2,000 people. She fed the help a homeless with it. People, um, celebrities came, politicians came, even a vice president of Nigeria called her. Mm-hmm. Tiwa Savage came to support her. Um, there were different performances. So it was, she had so much support um, during this situation, you know, during this big event where she was the longest cooking, she won the longest um, cooking marathon. Mm-hmm. I'm like to cook for, and she cooks so many meals for a hundred hours. No, a hundred hours. I'm like, girl, you could have stopped at 88 hours. Girl, I would have been. I can't even do that. Cooking is such a laborious task. So. Girl, especially Nigerian food. Come on, especially Nigerian food. That is not easy. It's not. And the next, um, um, care for the culture. It goes to the Guinness World Record holder for the most skips on one foot in 30 seconds, and it is Philip Solomon, a 17 year old student at Oyemek. Grammar School in Akure Ondo State. On journey 24, Solomon officially surpassed the previous record holder, holder Rasel Islam of Bangladesh, who set a time of 145 skips in one foot and 30 seconds. Guinness World Records officially um, confirmed their records on their website on Tuesday, four months after this attempt. This hmm. is also wonderful. It also goes for Hilda, too, because we're waiting for the Guinness um, Book Are we of still records. waiting? They've not approved it yet. Ah, no, because they say they're doing their investigations. Just like um, with this situation, um, with um, what's his name, with Solomon Philip Faldo Solomon, he did this in January. It was just approved for it was four True. months later. So it definitely does because imagine I'm sure there are other people too trying to do the same thing too. True. You know, um, so it takes time for them to do their investigations. Um, uh, for them to like, okay, this was done well. Um, there was no cheating involved. Whatever they follow the rules. Um, but that's just amazing that we Nigerians, Africans, Black people were doing something great. You know, like yeah. what this is to to beat the Guinness Book of Record. And I was like, do they win anything? They don't win anything. I think I thought they get money. No, they don't win money. They don't win anything. Like it's just like this is what you want to do. This is what because I looked at. It, I'm like, mm. what is the price? They don't win anything. Oh, it's just notoriety. Yes, yeah, really, and just you just in a book. Um, but I think on a bright side, it's like you get sponsorship deals. You know, what I'm saying you be on social media. You know, like Hilda Bachi. I'm sure. She got some sponsorship, you know. I'm sure by now she has a cooking show, something, maybe like an apron line, something yeah. from it, with all the support she got, too. Because she was also already well, a well-known cook, Yeah, they too. said she was a like an actor, a well-known chef, a model. All exactly. Um, <clears throat> so hopefully this also is the same for Philip um, Solomon, where he gets at least something, whether it's from Nigeria alone, mm-hmm. um, from this. So shout out to them for breaking records. Oh, Yeah. Any last thoughts, comments? Then we are two hours, boy. Okay, you know when we take a break, we like to come back juicy. Okay. Letting y'all feel us, miss us, <laughs> engage. You have anything you want to share with the audience before we go? No, love y'all. Um, so my quote of the week is, um, the most exciting, challenging, and significant relationship of all is the one you have with yourself. Date yourself, love yourself, care for yourself, mm. be you. So that when you unite when you unite with somebody, it's gonna be wonderful. If you can find someone to love, um, to love you, that's gonna be great. You know, Period. but it starts with loving yourself. Okay. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Continue to listen to Cross Cultured. Thank you. And this is Cross Culture. <laughs> Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes me. Oh, Lord, oh, I 
Mona Kimona. It's Danielle, and this is Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Everybody. It's what? Cross culture. It's what? Cross culture.